Konnichiwa! Minasan, konnichiwa! All right, everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. I'm Matt, your host, and to join me, my co-hi, as we are weeks away from finishing the winter and the year. Ethan, what's up? Konbawa, minasan! Um, what was I going to say just now? Fuck. Yokata! Yokata is the answer to fucking finishing of winter <laughs> or fall, rather. We're not even yeah, fall. Winter. Sorry, we're gonna winter is coming. Winter is coming. Shout out to AEW. That's oh, not the only I, thing coming. I, 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 was, I was talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, well, AEW too. Yeah, uh, fuck them. And me last night with, with my homegirl. But anyway, uh, hey, yeah, hey, before yeah. we start, uh, this isn't really anime related, but it is Japanese related. I started yeah. watching the first three episodes of Alice in Borderland finally. I know I'm really, really late, but fuck, man, that shit is. That shit is intense and it's sad. Like I, I stopped on episode three, which is one of the saddest episodes you could stop on. And I'm just like, fuck, bro. Really? Right. Fucking really? Uh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, I, I like it a lot. It gets better. Did What do you like more, Squid Games or Alice? It's a little I, hard. Haven't seen either. So keep that in mind. Uh, what you call it? Um, Alice had a weaker start, but ended strong. But Squid Games last two episodes really fell apart. But and there's also gonna be season twos for both of them. Yes, indeed, I heard. Uh, so I think I like Alice a little more. Do we is there an Alice in this sh- or is it just a title? It's just a title. I feel like they have to introduce an Alice. So. There is no Alice. Well, there's no there's no Japanese name name Alice. Not yet, hopefully. I hope not. Why not? A fucking <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Alice Chan. It was so inspired by American culture, like Kobe. Yeah, for real. Uh, but another thing, guys, um, if you hear them a little off, uh, forgive me. I've been battling a head cold this whole week, so I'm not sounding exactly the same, but I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. <clears throat> uh, we do have some sad news. Our, our editor got into a car accident, so that's why a yeah, cop that's... hit him. Goddamn. Uh, of all people. Of, of all, all people, people, a fucking cop. Uh, so because of this, that's why we have had the last couple episodes up. So uh, we do wish him the best, but eventually we're probably going to have to say. <laughs> yeah, for now. we're grateful he's not colored, so he would have been shot. Yeah, if, no. if I had been hit by a cop, I probably would have been shot because I was in the cops way. Yeah, just... no. Or, or accused you of drugs and alcohol. Yeah, the fucking what's this? Like, what are you talking about? You just threw a bag of weed. It's all shut up. Boom. Yeah. Um, like I said, that's why things have been a little slow. So we do wish him the best. Um, again, let's take the time you need. Uh, so ho- like, hopefully we won't have so much for you to pile up on. If not, we're probably going to do this ourselves or find an editor. Uh, now accepting rele- applications? Or, 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 or release these unedited. Um, God damn it. That means I have to not say really disgusting and horrible shit about people. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the horror of you. That's hard. <laughs> I know. I know. That's I know it's hard for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Uh, anyway, uh, before we get to our reviews, just to get through it, uh, we have a couple of notes, some news, and a big one at the end of it. A bit. All right. Uh, for the people that watch Golden Kamu. Kami. Kami. I don't watch it. You and uh, your goddamn Japanese pronunciations are the fucking world. Yeah. yeah, yeah your yeah. Pr- Japanese pronunciations are the drizzling shit. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh the but yeah anyway they are getting a fourth season for those that do follow it and uh, it's been out since 18 obviously uh we don't know the release date of what uh we don't know for when in the year if you are a quick note it's really you know i I, you should we should applaud it because not enough animes nowadays can get up to like two or three seasons let alone get a fourth season so that, that that's something of note 
You know what I mean? Like something's yeah. going right. If it's not a yeah. continuous episodic thing like a Boruto or a Clover, even though they do divide it up when they release it. But still, regardless, on principle, that's really uh, yeah, like a like a non shonen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely good on them in that. Mm-hmm. So good shit. Uh, I heard it was good, but such uh, good shit. Pow. It is, uh, apparently, it is good shit. But uh, yeah, I haven't watched it, so I really cannot tell you. But uh, if you watch it, good shit for you guys for being able to get it. Omerito. A lot of people would kill for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, which studio produces an original anime movie for spring called Bubble? Yeah, I heard. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's a parkour style uh movie, which I thought was pretty. Yeah, uh, well, that's gonna. It, you can only imagine the freaking the the graphics are gonna be so wicked. Dude. Uh, and now uh, Wiz Studio has been great lately, especially with uh, Vivi and Ranking of Kings. So, Ra- I'm uh, sorry, bro. Ranking of Kings, that, that animation just it's so it looks so rudimentary. Like I get that it it, it, it does fit. It fits Boji from what I can tell and what I know of Boji because I don't watch the show from what you guys tell me and I see. Yeah, it fits. But, it just that doesn't hit for me, bro. I'm looking at it like okay. It reminds me of that old school feel, and it kind of works with how they're drawn. It's one of those you have to actually see for yourself instead of just looking at image. I mean, you know me. I'm not a person of the new school, as you know. So I'm sorry, old school. So it it doesn't hit me the same. Like, give me a Vivi. Give me a Akudama Drive. Like, that. give me something, like, stupendously animated. Like, I, you know, uh, especially if it's not hand-drawn. Now, if it's hand-drawn, like, you know, I I gave Akira so much shit. But not once did I ever give the animation shit. I could appreciate the the old-style animation. And everybody and their mother talks about how it was meticulously hand-drawn. It was just a plot for you. Yeah, but like, you know, I never, like I said, never cared about the the animation. It was really good, especially knowing that it's hand-drawn. I can applaud that. But if in today's anime, if you see animation like like Ranking of Kings and it's not something that like meticulously hand drawn by multiple animators or the prime premier animator, then what are you really doing, bro? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, though, uh, good shit for them. We'll get it worldwide on Netflix on April the 8th. In Japan, it'll be on theaters. It's pretty interesting that they're releasing it on Netflix. Yeah, uh, hey, I'm OK with it. Uh, so, we, so we'll be definitely be talking about it when it comes out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting is getting has a 2022 release date. You know, when it's basically where the house has been, but the guy from Yakuza is taking care of a child. Is it the same guy? No, the voice actor, I don't think so. Is it the same character? Different character, different character, different character, yeah. different voice actor. Okay, is it, is, is it, is it, is it for people that were bitching about house husband for someone unreal? Fucking fall off a cliff, yeah, that. please. Uh, all right, we got another anime movie for summer 22 in theaters. It is called Rudiger in the Attic. Rudiger. Uh, Rudiger? Rudiger. Rudiger. Okay. Or Rudiger if you wanted to be French. Oh, okay. Okay, I support mm. uh, look, it. looks more like a fantasy just by... I don't know much about it. I just heard Rudiger and I was like, oh, I, I watched soccer. I think we mentioned this oh, way back one of the earliest I, podcasts. I, I, I I'm seeing a quick clip. It was... Uh, oh, it was freaking... Uh, what's it called? Remember we are talking about... um. God damn it. Um, the fucking show from uh, Wonder Egg. And you had called, you had said somebody. And I was like, oh, it's this name. You're like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I know from soccer. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching yeah, soccer. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and then one more piece of news. People are happy. People are upset for some reason. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is a canceled after ones. What a fucking. I still haven't I seen it. I watched Cowboy Bebop, the original Cowboy Bebop, in anticipation of watching this and i've been so behind so busy i haven't been able to chance to watch yeah. the the what's the thing 
Uh, I will find time soon. Uh, again, I was I would like I would love to have Cowboy Bebop as our first cakey shop episode in general. Like the the series as a whole, live action, animated, and all that. Yeah, I want to watch it as well. I want to be a part of it. It's only twelve episodes, so it's not. The, are the episodes like twenty four uh, minutes, or are they all like fifty, forty, whatever minutes? I think I think forty minutes. Forty minute episodes. Okay, so yeah. So, I want to. I want to be part of that. So we'll work. Yeah. On so that. if we watch one a day, we'll be fine. <laughs> That's another thing. I got to finish JoJo. I haven't finished JoJo. We haven't even got a chance to do JoJo. I've just been uh, so yeah. behind. Yeah. Uh, I will watch JoJo soon. Uh, probably over the weekend. Binge it. But I'm definitely. What I'm hearing, uh, it's been great. Uh, which is good because the manga for Part Six was really shitty. <laughs> really? Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't too crazy about it. But I'm hearing the ad- anime adaptation is doing well. So. Mm, okay. That's always good. They're up to part seven, the end of part seven, right? On the on the on the manga. End of part eight. End of part God. Are they in yeah, the future one... now? Are we in like 2050? I can't say I can't tell you anything. I mean, th- you the, have to... this is like what 2000 uh part six is 2000 like that's, that's the fate. I with what happens in part six, I cannot tell you. You could tell me the fucking year. No, that I really cannot. <laughs> or after or even after I can so uh, no, you know what? I can it's easy to figure out. How old is Jolin? Six, six, 16, 18? Jolene. Yeah, how, how old is how old is Jolene? I think she's somewhere between 16 and 18. Fuck you, fine. 16 to 18. Because part five, see where I'm getting at is part five. It, is that, is, well, it's 2011. That's the year, 2011. Yeah. Hold on. Because part five takes place in 1999. She's 19. So if she was 19 in 2011, that makes yeah. her birthday 1980. What's it called? 2011, 19. 90 1990 right no, no, no hold on hold on we did the math here <laughs> yeah 1990 is her year we said we said 2011 right 2011 she's 19 1992 19 her birthday is in 19 her so her birthday is 19 yep part five happens in 1999 so she's seven at the yeah. time of this happening joe and it's crazy because not once i mean i haven't finished part five so I don't, they don't mention anything about Jojo being married or having a girl. Or well, to be fair, he's a shitty dad. Is he? Oh, okay. I didn't know he's a yeah. shitty dad. Yeah. And, that's, that's funny. That's what Matt said. Shout out to you. Um, yeah. Or not Matt. Fucking uh, Marte. My bad. Yeah. My bad, Matt. Yeah, fucking Marte. <laughs> cocksucker. Anyway, he said yeah. that. He's like, oh, yeah, Jojo's about shitty dads when you really think about it. I was like, you know what? That's a good fucking point. I didn't realize. No, 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 I didn't yeah. realize. Uh, what's his face? Was it? Yeah. But uh, it's called with the timeline for 7-8. Again, that's where I can. That's fine. You have to okay. You have, they gotta be you in have, the future. They gotta be in the future because if there's you have to if, if every part is skipping twenty years, then all I'm gonna say is just finish it and then tell you. <laughs> but uh, Cowboy Bebop was canceled, even though they were promised more seasons. Were without, they? Yeah, I think they're gonna get like more seasons. Wow. Did they introduce Ed at the end? Right. I heard she barely had a part. I know that. I know she, she barely she, had a part. But they made her terrible. Oh no wonder why people were fucking bitching because a lot of people. I hated Ed, so I don't give a fuck. No. It, <laughs> They yes, I hated Ed, motherfuckers. She I, serves I, I, her only. She serves one in the middle of, of Cowboy Bebop. She serves like one decent point, and then at the end, when her, with her story, she served another decent. Other than that, I found save, her completely for, fucking save that, useless. Save that for down the road. But but they tried so hard to make her like how she was in the anime. It does not fit live action. As this very campy spy kid, like oh, that over the top campy, mm-hmm. and it did not transition well from animation live action so mm. that's why it's fucking cringe <laughs> yeah uh i know pe- i know people like this a lot of people hated it i haven't seen it yet 
from from when you hear us talking. I if something's adapted, change it. I don't care. Just make it. I really, you know, I that, really, that that's my thing. Just make it. I don't really it. care for freaking live adaptation. There are you can't you can count on maybe two hands, maybe the amount of good live action, maybe. Like the only one I ever know, and I've never seen the series, is uh, is Genshin. Am, am I right? Genshin Impact. There's a live action. I think. What's the one that? There's one don't on you, Netflix. Don't you mean Roroni Kenshin? Yeah, that. Sorry, my bad. Fuck yeah, up. that that was good. That's the only one I've ever heard of from that's never really received hate, from what I can yeah, tell. That only that one. one. That one's great. Only one. That's the only one I've ever heard. That's like really good. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't name any other ones. Can you? Uh, not off the top of my head. I will say the Death Note, not not the American one, the Japanese one. Uh, the second movie is how I would have ended the actual anime because they did that differently. I don't know. If it, I don't know. If should, actually, no, you haven't seen it. Really I haven't seen that. No, no yeah, yeah so it's, on my, it's so on my list one day. One day I'll watch it. Yeah, so I can't really explain it. But yeah, they did. They ended that a better way than the anime did. Mm-hmm. So I would I would have taken the ending from that. But uh. I would have to get back to you on uh, live action for good because I can't name my head. But uh, definitely, but it's definitely Kenshin for a big one. Good shit on that. But again, we will talk about it sometime next month. The actual Cowboy Bebop. We'll probably have a guest on it. Maybe a- Angel or Marte or both of them. Get the whole group in. But uh, that is it for notes, it looks like. Or notes and news. Mm. But uh, when we get back, we are going to talk about... Our spring, our, sorry, not our spring stuff. <laughs> stuff we're watching separately. And uh, we actually have a couple of series that have finished to those. Alrighty. Uh, shut down because I have more. <laughs> yeah, basically. All Although right, you, me... might have, you might be cutting off. You cut off Heike's story and I'm yeah, done. Yeah, he, well, no, you still have more because I'm done with. Uh, yeah, Heike's done with, stories uh, though. I, I, I picked up a Tomei. Oh, yes. Well, we can watch it. We can. Oh, let's do that first then. You're caught up on that, right? Yep. Oh, let's do that first on when we go do our ones that we're doing together. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, so, that, so, so that saves us a slot for. Yes, it saves me a slot. That saves me a yeah. slot. And then it's I'm done with uh, with Tawawa. So yeah, I have... and we're done with Doki Chan. Yeah. Here, and, let me uh, and we're and we're picking up Demon Slayer. Yes. OK, so we lost one. We gained one. All right. Yeah, you're still going. Let me rearrange the list while you talk. So go ahead, buddy. Alrighty, uh, Lupin the Third. Uh, we get more Sherlock stuff, but this time a little backstory with Jigen of how he knows Lily because he protected like a bodyguard type. After we find out what happened with Watson, like how he actually died, and uh, Jigen is uh, basically the, the the main thing of the story was that his gun, his this gun he's had for years is finally cracking. He can't take the special bullets that kill people, so he has to downgrade the Magnum. So if he has his regular ones, that it's gonna break. So it's like. And he can't, and the guy can't fix the gun because it's an obsolete model. Mm. It's like I can give you this new one, and he's just like, no, no, no. I this is my partner. Like we go, we go way back. <laughs> mm. He goes, he goes with me. If only life was that easy. Like I can get you a new partner. Like eh, do so much with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is with a gun. So, uh. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's basically there to protect Lily, a gang that a killer. Basically, she's going back to England, back to Sherlock, because she was mm-hmm. in schools in a different country. And uh, the the hitman uh, knocked the Scotland Yard out to basically try to kill her. Mm. But Jigen was there, had a sniper, shot him. And they, they show a lot of deaths with, with the guns. So mm. I like that. I, I think it's cool in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, he finds his old rival that's trying to hunt him down. Jigen has Lily with him in the car. And she's like, why do you do this? I'm offended. If, you know, you're going to die at any minutes. Mm. It's like it's, I guess, the thrill of life, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Nothing like it. Hmm. It's true. Like he's been doing this for years, and that's why he gets that adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, he's acts calm, cool, and collective. Like yeah, he's terrified. Could always be his last one. Uh, he has a showdown with the with the rival. Uh, his bullets are not doing that much. Like he's stopped piercing his uh, Kevlar type of thing. Mm-hmm. So he actually pulls out his uh, his original bullets. I was like, all right, well, uh, I knew this is gonna happen one day, so may as well be now. Mm-hmm. And he puts it in the vein. He shoots it. The gun blows up, but the the tip of it, like the tip, the front part, <laughs> end of the gun. <laughs> yeah, the front end of the gun, like pierced the guy <laughs> mm-hmm. in the chest with the bullet. Mm-hmm. So that gun's broken and he killed the guy. Uh, eventually it ended with that he had, like the guy was able to get get the the, gu- the same gun like custom made. Like he had to get, he had to go for a bunch of people to get all these parts. Mm. <laughs> so it was like good as new. Mm. Oh, by the way, uh, Lily was not Lily. It was uh, the kid who had a crush on her in disguise. So so Lily was with uh, Lupin, or not with Lupin, you call it Albert. Lupin from, uh, from- from from Scotland Yard to drop off to Sherlock. So it ends right there, like the little flashback. Uh, I figured to go to a different heist for right now. I think the Sherlock stories are open these nuts. Uh, <laughs> so good stuff on that one. Uh, night beyond the tricorder window. We picked up where we left off. Thank fucking God. <laughs> mm. I was waiting. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, uh, Hiwakawa is with uh, Sensei or Mikado's father. And you find out why he was... Uh, so obsessed with like, hey, like you, you took what you stole from me because that in that house is where Yuakawa was held captive as a child. So that type of thing. So he had that special connection to that house and basically Sensei took over that house. So that's Kai who was like, hey, give it back. So because of this, Hiwakawa is held captive. Uh, Mikado, Erika, uh, Kazuomi were went to that house to try to rescue him. Uh, sorry, Kita also. Mm. Uh, they eventually go around. Um, they're all fine. They're all fine. The veins. Kieta was talking to Hiwakawa, like subconscious of himself, like, hey, we're here to rescue type of thing. You know, he's like, no, really cares about me. Like, no, that's not true because there's, there's a special someone here that what there's a risk his life just to get you out of here, which is Mikado. <laughs> and Mikado is in the room with his father. And it ends with him like revealing that because there was a clue because Mikado's mother was talking about his dad. And she said, for some reason, I can't remember his name. And then it got because. Mikado didn't know his name either, and the sensei says something. The sense of like, "Hey, uh, like my, my name type of thing," like gives him that like, "Holy, like, holy shit!" Like he didn't know, and she didn't know, so they don't why because it was a curse, basically. So they go ahead, say my name, tell your father my, name. and that's where it ended. So we got another fucking cliffhanger. Mm. So I was like, "Fuck you," <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's doing better for me at least. Uh, Rake of the Kings. I'm going to talk about today's episode because I actually caught up with that while I was waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dida, sorry, uh, Bosi, um, uh, is now officially indicted his body, his son, and you get a and we actually get backstory on that, uh, with the mirror, the lady behind the mirror. Uh, before she was in that mirror, he made a deal because he wanted strength to, for the kingdom to save the people. He's like, I'll help you, but I need the basically, I need the power or like the life of. Like your family, like I don't have a family, mm-hmm. so he had to go knock someone up, mm-hmm. and that son is Boji. So because of that, the deal he made with her—that's why he's small, can't speak, can't hear. So because he had to knock someone up, Boji is alive. And that's why Boji. That, that that's because that's his actual family. Because mm. it had to be a family member. Mm. So basically, you find he's basically using his kids as like 
future sacrifices for whenever his original body dies. Yeah, terrible father. <laughs> <laughs> so story of anime, right? Pretty much. So that's why he's used to his body. He's used to the new body, uh, Dida. And his first order was to kill the queen, Helen, like the the new queen. So basically, kill her so he so he can be with the mirror, the the girl in the mirror. And plus, yeah, like fuck you, I got I got a child from you. Fuck off. Yeah. But uh, before all that though, Domus, the guy that pushed Boji off the cliff, thinking he died, mm. came back to the kingdom, and uh, Helen was told about what happened. So she has um, she called it Hulk. Uh, Hokuro, the uh, guy that was with Boji, executed mm-hmm. because he's the one like, why didn't you stop him? Mm-hmm. So he couldn't because again, he's weak. He's not a sword fighter like Domus. Mm-hmm. So while while that went on, Domus snuck in to save Hokuro from uh, being executed, mm-hmm. and uh, Daida, or sorry, Bosi now became Bosi now because he took over his body. <laughs> uh, he says he lets Domus and Hokuro go because uh, he says I have a I have a task for you. Is to go to the underworld to stop Boji there. Yonderworld. Be- because uh, he went to the match mirror, say, who's the strongest now? Thinking it's going to be him. No, it's actually Boji. Mm-hmm. The guy who has no powers or anything. He's actually just training with uh, Death Bar. Mm-hmm. So, he, so he sends Domus there to stop. But I don't think Domus is going to do this. I think it's going to be an actual redemption. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, he tells a uh, healing's bodyguard, uh, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going, the queen's going to die tonight. By these uh, hellhounds, uh, you gotta pick uh, what side you're on, mine or hers. Mm. So that actually, so that was actually the most of the current episode. You see these uh, hellhounds by the door, and Dorsch, the, the name of the bodyguard, was he's left to fight him by himself. Like, okay, I can't let him get it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, as he flashbacks of of like how Helen was trying to so hard to bob with Boji, because again, she's the second. Mm-hmm. Like going like doing sign language, all this. You see, like the like you see like how she's like. This confident woman, but she has like the insecurities that she wants. Mm. And, that, and that made uh, Dorche uh, respect her all that. He wanted to keep protecting her. Mm-hmm. And that's why he told, he told Bosi that. Back late, and now we go back to current time. The Hellhound's like biting him. Like a lot of blood. Mm. <laughs> but uh, but the guy, but Dorche like hulks up. Like he like he bolts up. He gets jacked. Like like his armor just breaks off him. Oh. And, fuck, and fucking Brain Buster's one of them. Brain Buster. I was like, Brain Buster. Yeah, say like tens on. Okay, Brain Buster. <laughs> but all that happened, he was able to knock out all the hellhounds. But then he, but he's actually alive because a healing uh, has a healing. Heal. Yeah. So. Be, <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know where that came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, because of that. Uh, the magic mirror is like great. I gotta go to the other world to get something more vicious. And so um while I was going on, Helen confronts her husband about all this, like to give Dida back. Mm-hmm. And in Dida's like inner body, like 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 the real him, he's like he hears his mother's voice. He's like crying out right off. I like, guess yeah, she hears from uh Yuki Kaji, the voice actor. He does fantastic mm-hmm. showing off that emotion. And it was like some really nice little mother son moment, like they're mm. trying to fight each other just for their just for the voices. Mm. And then she goes up to Bosi, like in Dida's body, and she grabs her knife, trying to stab him. It's like, it's like, hey, you gotta get my son out, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh Dorche uh picks her up and knocks her out. Mm-hmm. Because basically, like if you stab like if you're gonna stab, like you're gonna stab your own son, despite Bosi taking over the body. Mm-hmm. So she was getting upset about that, give him back type of thing. And then Bosi says, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're going to have 
a stronger demons coming from the underworld. So either you stay here and die or leave with her and buy you some time before I kill her. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you going to do? It's like, well, I'm still, I'm still winging it also. It's like, like, he doesn't even know what he, like, he doesn't even know. What he's mm. So a lot of interesting shit from the, from these past two episodes. Interesting shit, pal. Yep. Yeah. Unlike, unlike the, league. But, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, definitely some great stuff in that regard. I was happy with that. Mm. All right. Visual prison. Mm. All right. Oz is done recording. Uh, Gil was trying to talk to Angie. He said he would have something to say to him. There's actually a, a little, I think there's a holiday in Japan where they go see their old family mm. at their old family house. So Angie says, can that wait? Because I got to go somewhere because he wants to find out more about his family. That's from what we left off last episode. Uh, the princess of the vampire so like your mother may still be alive. Mm-hmm. So he wants to go find out to the old family house where his grandparents were. Mm. Which they're dead. But And to a nice surprise, you see the band uh, Eve. Like, hey, uh, Referee, we'll join you. Why not? Mm. Like we like we, we like you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like I'm glad like they're not like antagonists. They're just they're friend like they're friends of of Gil from the from the from their old days in the mm. and they like and they like Angie. It's like yeah, we like you. Like hell, we'll even show you our we'll even give you a CD of our latest song. Sure if you let us accompany you. <laughs> sure why not? He's doing digging and all that, and we get a flashback because uh, from last time with uh, there was a human that was with Gil. And we find out Angie's father, mm. who's dead. Shindaro. That's why Gil doesn't. Uh, that's why Gil didn't sing anymore for a while. Mm. And he thought that's what Gil was trying to tell him during the recording. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like you knew my father, mm. and you find out wrong. That's not what he was going to tell him. Gigo. No, uh, he was going to tell him he's dying. Mm. Gil's body is deteriorated because mm. he broke so many rules with the Scarlet Moon. Mm. And he's not going to make it to the next uh, visual prison concert. Mm. And he hasn't told them. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I I've, I think they're definitely going to talk about that in the next episode. But yeah, I, that's not I was not expecting that. <laughs> right, right. So and then, uh, but yeah, it ended with, uh, well, e- well, sorry, it was a uh, Eclipse, not either. Eclipse is the band. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eden is uh, the other one. Losty. That was the other band. Mm-hmm. They're not there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they do the little duet song. So that was nice. But after that, uh, they all after that they all just go home. Episode over. We find out what happens in tomorrow's cliffhanger. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, blue period. We end with blue period. Not a red one. Blue one. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, picked up where we left off with the their start. Everyone starting their first exam. You find out it's a self portrait. They left off how it ended last time was a Ryuji just make a giant X on his canvas mm. and walking out. And someone asked, Are you giving up right? And someone asked the guy, Are you giving up like that? Like, who said I gave up? Mm. So I don't know what he was trying to tell with that, but that's obviously he failed that exam. Clearly. Uh, that Yaguchi is like trying to figure out what to do with his self portrait. Uh, a student backed up into his uh, his canvas and uh, it knocked the mirror off. So the mirror broke. Sure, it wasn't because they were ugly. <laughs> so she was like being very apologetic. I think she ruined it for him. So Yaguchi uses this to like make this uh, distorted dimensional, three dimensional type piece. Like one line is 2D, the other one is like 3D, like it's like distorted. Mm-hmm. So they got the inspiration from that and it came out beautiful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, all that was going on. The exam is over after five hours, and they all go back to class the next day. They're all stressed, tired. Mm. 
the life of an artist. That's really how it is. Like they don't hold back. Well, of course. Like, like they like they actually go for this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Oba says, "Oh yeah, um, well, we don't. I don't know who passed or failed yet. I won't stay." Like, oh yeah, let's all go. <laughs> let's all go to this museum where you to like take a take a break essentially. But essentially, it goes into oh yeah, draw stuff here. <laughs> mm. So it's just more of like a more of a breather type thing, like drawn. Like they all they they find like they all pick the the same similar theme around them. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, that's because that's what all your minds are used to. It was like it was like a common thing, but it's not it's not a bad thing either. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we find out Oba gets a call saying three of her students passed. It was Maki Haruka. And Yaguchi. Mm. They all go to the second exam. I think this one is going to be the naked. <laughs> mm. So I think Yaguchi's going to draw Ryuji, the uh, trap, <laughs> mm. as, a hey. new, as a nude photo. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. I know it does happen. I just don't know if that's the next exam or the third one. But uh, good shit from that one. Very happy. Again, th- these are nice episodes. So I am relatively happy with that. Mm. And with that, it is your turn, sir. Mm. All right. Um, short and sweet for me. I only got four. Uh, yeah. Let's go with Scarlet Nexus first. Scarlet Nexus, oh. again, story continues to be well. Um, basically, the story focuses on how um they end the they end they enter the the mausoleum, the Sumeragi mausoleum. Um, uh, what's it called? Kaito um is now back in his post. Um he's basically he basically rallies the troops. The episode starts off basically with um with the the troops falling behind after the other like major other attack. And so uh Kaito returns to his post. Um Fubuki goes out into the field and the, the gang basically helps uh clear the forces and then um again uh Kaito returns back to his um they end up in the Sumeragi uh mausoleum, but before that um what's it called yuito after he collapses they take him to the hospital and he's like you know we're fine i'm fine guys no problem i'm no problem but he's still suffering from his headaches because of the fact that his, he's losing brain power so um he basically is like i'm fine i'm fine whatever um kasane goes to check on him the next morning and sees he's struggling with his psionic powers like he can't he can barely take an empty can and put it in the trash can type of struggling it's bad um, but they have a nice wholesome moment between them. And it's basically like, you know, the stepbrother, stepsister thing going on. Nothing crazy, but um, in any case, uh, they end up back uh, the next day. They're like, we'll work together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they rally. They end up in the mausoleum and the mausoleum ends up being like a hell because basically they go through different stages of the mausoleum. And in essence, they have to they end up reliving like all their worst times. Like they, what's it called? Like like Yuito see um not uh yagi or nagi nagi sorry yuito sees nagi um the gang ends up seeing like different parts of like their fucked up realities uh kasane sees her sister and then in the end in the final room they see uh karen um and they see karen and uh the other kid the, i forget his name i always forget his name but he's part of the of, of yuito's platoon and we see them get experimented on and they end up feeling the pain of their experiments and as li- they basically end up seeing karen's life from the time that he was experimented on to the time that he lost the love of his life and they experience his heartbreak and they're just all in pain and they're crying like it's like a hell basically it's like a torture um after that though they end up fighting out of it and they end up at the base of the mausoleum and they are in front of the um 
they're in front of the uh, chamber where supposedly the uh, the ancestor is located. I forget his name off the top of my head. Um, but they end up putting the key next to the uh, to the tomb, and the tomb opens up and it awakens the um, the the ancestor from cold sleep. And the ancestor takes off his helmet, and more than likely, it's not Karen, which is very interesting. Um, and the episode ends there. Uh, the newest episode, as we record today, is Thursday, so the newest episode is out on two days. So, and that's right. just a heads up uh, for you guys. Um, again, as I said, we're recording on a Thursday. The newest episodes of Platinum End, Aquatope, uh, World's Finest Assassin. I've and, seen those, but I will save them for next part. And call me. Yeah, Matt is basically caught up in everything. I'm not caught up because life has been hectic for me. Um, but we'll talk about those next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. But in any case, um, that's where we're at with uh, Scarlet Nexus. Um, Banished Hero is uh, Banished Hero is pretty good. Can't lie. Uh, Banished Hero has been getting really it's been getting better for me. It's like a very solid three out of five, but it's yeah. it's really good. Basically, uh, we see Hero. She takes um, Rudy. She takes the, the, the devil's blessing. And again, as a reminder, the devil's blessing, basically, um, it suppresses your blessing while enhancing the devil's bling eventually the devil's blessing takes over and you lose all sense and you become like a de- but uh because rudy is immune to it, um she's not affected in the same way also she knows like she knows what happens with the with the curse but she's just so tired of being a hero she wants to be um you know with her brother she wants to be of like you know being like painless emotionless girl so she takes the drug and she ends up going over to um the city where her brother is is living unbeknownst to um that uh she was like oh we're gonna break out the 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 creator or i'm sorry the maker the drug maker we're gonna break him out and have him make me a steady supply so she basically wants to be hooked on this drug which is pretty wild right um she even leaves her hero badge she kills basically the demon um that came to see her and gave her the drug she kills him leaves the the crooked fucking guy um and then leaves one of the other people from the party and just takes her and the other little tiny girl i'm not giving you guys names uh no one of consequence Ares is the bad guy um the the, the really crooked uh wizard so she he lives Ares leaves the other person takes uh one of the the little assassin and they go off to uh to their land and uh what's it called does it say where they're at no any case we'll keep on going they go over to basically to the land where they're at um the episode kind of focuses on um on rudy and red or not rudy and red sorry um red and rit a lot of r's um rit red rit red rit red rudy um and then there's somebody else i think that's an r but in any case the episode focuses on red and rudy or not rudy fucking carajo red and and ritz um they're you know on god dude they're in the running for couple of the year they're not couple of the year um to me a couple of seasons they're not in the running for a couple of seasons that's clearly going to be i really truly believe tamahiko and and uh yuzu but they're in the running because they're it's an adult relationship, dude. Like they make out, they're in the tub together. There's sexual tension. There's they allude to that they have sex, but not in like a clear way. Like you can make your own assumption. The they anime tells do. you nothing. The anime tells you nothing that they've had sex. You know, you can tell. There's like hints, like the body kept in the chemistry, like the body language, the chemistry, etc. Like that's how you can tell. So, but no, they're a really good couple. They kiss under the snow and everything like that. So, um, it's really, really adorable. Um, anyway, so Rudy basically comes into town. She asks to, um, she asked the little assassin girl, like, oh, we need to come up with covers and don't call me a hero. Just, you know, I'm a regular traveler. But this, because, but despite of that, rather, she keeps like basically making herself known. Like she fucking easily defeats some knight. She cures somebody, I think. 
And then she easily breaks out the fucking drug mix. Just one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Super easy. And she's basically like anything to blow her cover. She's basically been fucking doing it. But she doesn't. She doesn't blow the cover. Um, meanwhile, the little assassin girl has a um, has a run in with Red at like a bar. Um, Red's there having like some dinner and having a drink with a friend of his. And like they both take note of the fact like, oh, these like that person's a professional. Like they know how to kill. They, they're they they're a real warrior or they're a real adventurer. Like they take note of that. And the adventurer goes to Rudy, unbeknownst to Rudy, that that's Red, his brother, or sorry, her brother, whose real name is Gideon, um, unbeknownst to him that that's Gideon. And so um, she's like, listen, we're going to have to either get him on our team or we're going to have to kill him one or the other. And she's like, well, we'll deal with it when the time is right, whatever. And so the episode ends with them like saying, she's like, listen, I want to um, she's like, I want to give the the drug maker um, a potion to heal him. I don't want to use my healing magic. So we're going to go get these potions. Let's go to the apothecary again where Red is. And so the episode ends with her walking into the apothecary and seeing her brother. And for the first time ever in the series, again, as I mentioned, she's an emotionless like girl, doesn't cry, doesn't fear, doesn't nothing. Right. right? She's just stone faced. For the first time, she lights up like a true like little girl. And that's how the episode ends. Rooty. And, uh, you know, um, All right. and so that's how the episodes well, a good episode. Nonetheless, um, again, the series uh, Boruto um, Boruto's all right. So basically these the episode uh, this last week's episode, the coronation of uh, Sarada. And so um, I actually didn't talk about Boruto last episode, did I? No. I didn't talk about it. Well, I'll go over it briefly. Basically, Denki uses some fucking Terminator suit and manages to to defeat Subaki, uh, the warrior from the from the from the land of the samurai. Um, it was an okay fight, you know, but it basically it basically shows like the how scientific ninja tools plays like a huge factor in in today's in that world's that version of of Naruto of of that of Konoha. So um, and so basically, uh, Denki, uh, Wasabi, Sarada and um i forget the other guy's name uh hokey i think yeah the guy's name is hokey they all four become chunin um they get the vest and so basically this episode this week's episode starts where um asara is in her room like or in the house and she's like you know she's looking at her vest she's all excited and uh uh what's her face sakura is like hey yeah your coronation's in three days can't wait for that yeah you know and she's like oh yeah finally konohamaru can can go away and so she's like, oh, Konohama-sensei. She's like, yeah, he doesn't have to look after you anymore. You're going to be the new captain of the team, and you guys can go on individual missions and take on eight rank missions by yourselves, et cetera. So it'll be cool, whatever. But her and then the rest of the gang, they feel like a sense of like loss. They really like love being under Konohama. So they try to go celebrate with him, but he he's not in his office. They find out from Sai and Shikamaru that he is on a mission, on an escort mission with Mirai. And that um, he'll be back in three days. So th- and that's way past the coronation. So they get sad. And Shikamaru's like, you know, I understand how you feel. Um, just when he gets back, go out for a nice dinner, nice, relaxing dinner and, you know, reminisce and all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's all good. Whatever. Um, meanwhile, the situation's gone awry in their freaking in their uh, their escort mission. Basically, they end up going into a town that's currently run by like some drug lord or not drug lord by some like the lord, whatever, some sort of criminal criminal mastermind. It basically right. has the village hostage. And so they poison Mirai and Mirai returns to the village and almost dies. Um, Sakura manages to save Mirai. Mirai tells as much information as she can, but she's obviously weakened because of the poison. And so word, word spreads fast of what's happening. And so um the uh, naruto sai and shikamaru like you know i don't understand why 
like, you know, Mirai and uh, Konohamaru couldn't take care of this. Like, this is something they could have take, taken care of by themselves. Perhaps there's something going on. You know, if there is, we should send reinforcements. At that moment, Boruto and Team 7, they bust in the door. They're like, please give us the mission. Let us save Konohamaru Sensei. And Naruto's like, all right, no problem. And then, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Sai's like, really? Are you sure? They're like, yeah, you know, they've worked before. Like, you know, they're, they're, that's their captain. So they obviously have chemistry and that'll bode well for trying to save him. So that's fine. They have Sarada who's now tuning. So go ahead. Right. And then uh, Shikamaru's like, hey, I got no problems with that, whatever. And then he's like, you know, this will be a great way for them to tie up their because he understands what. It is. So we basically see them go out on this mission and we see them leave in the day. And by like evening, by sunset, they end up in the village on the mountains and they notice like, you know, uh, Conor Morales getting beat the fuck up. And he, you can like you see like a shot of him getting like beat up. They're basically trying to get information on the sensory system out from him. But he's, you know, being a loyal fucking low guy. He's not going to tell them shit. So he's going to keep getting beat up. But then they're like, all right, let's go beat up the hostages. So they go to beat up a hostage and, uh, fucking uh Konohamaru's like, damn, I guess I'm going to have to fight now for real. So he starts weaving signs when all of a sudden a fog comes in. And right before the fog, there's a shift in the winds. And both, uh, what's called, the Team 7, the rest of them, they figure out like, oh, there's a shift in the wind. Like, that's not, you know, I wonder what's going on. And a fog comes in. And so basically, it's kind of like a natural, like, fog. They realize that when the sun goes down and becomes nighttime, a dense fog covers the village during the night. And they use that to beat up all the gang members. And they save all the all the, all the the hostages. They save all the hostages, beat up all the gang members, except for the lead. And then basically, they send Koron Amaro, and he, Rasengan's the fucking lead guy. Super easy, one, two, three. Kills him, no, not kills him, but, you know, captures him, no problem. And along the way, um, you know, he's like, oh, great work, guys. Like, you know, like, hey, we knew everything you were going to do. Like, you know, we're going to keep your legacy on because we appreciate everything you've done. Blah, 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 blah. Makes Konohamaru cry because, you know, he's like, oh, you guys have matured so much. I can't wait to see what you do. It was very wholesome, very, very wholesome into the episode. And uh, that's that. Well, that's Boruto. And then finally, 86. <sighs> 86. Is, um, this week's episode shows them in the death in the death battle. And so basically, um, I, it, it's a German name. There's a lot of German names, in this and I can't really speak German. Like I'm not good with it. So, but basically, the plane. They're in the plane. They're they're flying, and all of a sudden, they get beat by the Legion, and they're like, "Well, um, we're gonna have to make some evasive maneuvers, so we're just gonna fucking drop you here." They're like, "Wait, the plane's still moving." They're like, "Yeah, we know." Fucking airlift, boom! They drop them. They're like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And but they end up they're, they're safe. They parachute in, no problem. And at that moment, the plane tries to make its evasive maneuvers and then goes dark. So basically, everybody in HQ thinks, oh, shit, the plane is down. The plane is dead. All those people inside are dead. So basically, um, the 86, they go into the town, dispatching fucking a legion one after one after one after one after one after one easily. No problem. And they finally reach the site of the Morpho, the giant railgun. Um, the Morpho begins to go off and then suddenly shuts off. Shin is like, what the fuck is going on? And when he looks at the core, the core is basically dead. And then um, he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then you hear um, Frederica screaming at him like, go away, look away. And um, she's like, he's like, huh? And he looks at the corner of his eye and over over yonder, like over on the, the hillside, there's the real it's another Morpho. And the Morpho shooting at it. He's like, everybody retreat, retreat. So they all retreat. Morpho shoots its gun, obliterates fucking everything, just obliterates everything. And fucking basically, according to HQ, they're, they're, they disappeared. So they're like, oh, fuck, we're dead. Like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. Like, they're just like start going to the panic mode. They're like, well, listen, let's start doing this. Basically trying to save their own asses. And the president of the fucking of the of the Federation is in the same thing because he's, you know, like like in America, he's like not only is he the president, but he's the commander in military. So he's there. He tells them he's like, no, 
He's like, we're not doing this. He's like, you guys made me. Um, he's like, you guys made me president. And with that comes a responsibility. And he basically tells every member of the military off saying like in, in, in kind, eloquent words, like you guys are pussy. This is not how I want to do it. Like, this is not the way you should do it. You guys have sacrificed all these people for your own asses. And he's like, and he basically said, he's like, he's like, if you think that in a moral way to survive is a way that I want to survive, then you guys are all going to die here with me along with my ideals. His exact quote, fucking powerful powerful shit that he's you know he's like oh you motherfuckers are so fucked up and racist and pieces of shit that we're gonna die yeah. together because <laughs> you guys are fucking cunts like you have to use that word sorry sean have to use that word anybody that's a racist you're a cunt in any case um so he says that and um what's it called the screen comes up they're like oh they're not dead they're alive and you know the president is happy the president's name is Ernst, so Ernst is really happy um and so basically um, now that they know where the morpho is, Shin tells the 86, like, shoot all your, your weapons at the, at the thing. So he basically uses it as a distraction. He goes head first, charges head first toward the morpho. The morpho easily takes out um, some of those uh, some of those shells. And then like another like air bombing happens and hits the morpho. But it doesn't damage the morpho because the morpho is pretty fucking OP. But Shin is there. And basically, at the same time, we see um, the uh, Frederica's former handler, who's basically a member of Shin's clan. And he's like, oh, you know, this is me. Nothing. I'm gonna kill you guys, whatever the fuck. Like, he's just talking. Right. But at the same time, you see Shin coming in and he's trying to defeat Shin. Shin's like just fucking bum rushing. Like, he's just he lost his shit. Like, everyone's like, Shin, Shin, Shin. They're calling for him. He doesn't hear shit. Like, he's going in, bro. Like, he's going to go for this fucking kill. And he's willing to die along with the Morpho. Um, and so Legion HQ, which was new, um, they tell him, like, fall back, fall back, fall back. He's like, no, I'm going to kill him. No, I'm going to kill him. No, I'm going to kill him. They're like, no, fall back. If you use your gun, not only are you going to kill him, but you're going to kill yourself and destroy our Morpho. Don't do it. He's like, I'm not going to listen to you. I have to kill him. I have to kill him. And all of a sudden, um, Legion HQ shoots a rocket at Shin to stop his to stop his progression. So it stops him in his tracks and they're like, no, you're going to retreat. And they auto lock the Morpho and he's forced to retreat. And so um, Shin is like, well, fuck, this sucks. Um, and so along the way, as the Morphos are treating, you see the, the, the pilot start thinking of the past when he was with Federica as a kid and all the events that happened with his past life before he became part of the league. And he tells himself out loud to Shin, he's like, yo, he's like, I'm going to leave everything that you love. Like destroy. I'm going to destroy everything you love. I'm going to leave you completely alone. Your life will be in shambles forever. I'll kill you. Right. Powerful shit. Um, meanwhile, What's even more powerful is that um, the 86 want to go after the Morpho. They're like, listen, they're like, that wasn't part of the mission. Like HQ is like, that's not part of the mission. You guys should come back home. You're alive. That's great. Um, come back. You know, they're like, no, like they're like, literally, why are we going to go back and, you know, not fight when we like if we don't kill him today, then we're going to die tomorrow. That's stupid. We're not going to do that. So basically they're like, all right, we're going to go They're like, and It's not part of the mission. They're like, it doesn't matter. We're still going to go. And they're like, well, we tried what it is um, and uh, disconnecting along the way. We see that same captain they were talking to go to their captain, like a really nice, really nice captain. And she was the pilot of the ship. They're all alive. I don't know how, but they're all alive. And basically, he was just talking shit along the way. Like and we find out that the, that commander rejected the, the general and said, you know, like uh, it's like what kind of woman she said, what kind of woman falls in love with a man who leaves her? um 
who leaves her uh, before they even get married. They're like, you were supposed to get married. And instead of a wedding dress, you wore a funeral dress on the day of your wedding because your husband died. Like it was fucking, that's savage, super savage. And she's like, and the guy's like, I don't want to see anybody make you cry again other than they super, super savage, crazy. Um, And the woman's like, you're such an asshole, mad, but she's sad because of what he just brought up. Like it's super intense. But the episode ends with them finding that Frederica, who was supposed to have returned to the base, stowed away in Fido in a storage container where Fido, Fido has been on the, on, in the battlefield and they're basically telling her like you could have died you could have died like no this is my battle like no they basically like scolded the shit out of her like a little girl and freaking she was like you know pissed off and um shin asked ryzen to um to bring her back to base and so he agrees um but like but first we're gonna have breakfast and as they're going away shin goes frederica and he goes huh and she ha- he hands her the pistol and they're like if if uh if your journey back becomes too much then uh use it on yourself and it's shocking right and frederica's like i'm not gonna die it's too heavy for me so you know like i don't want to accept that you you take that because that's the weapon that you loved anyway like it's like super super powerful and that's how the episode ends so the next episode gonna go in they're gonna go on on another death march toward the morpho and by the way i credit you matt because you basically said that they're gonna go on another break which is gonna basically extend it they for the last three weeks they've been doing every other week and like yeah. the, the patterns probably they're probably going to do 86 every other week the rest of this three more episodes to go i think it's a 12 episode series and now they're on i was like it, like it needs to finish up before yeah, this was our, just episode our, final, nine. our final year yeah dude it may not honestly i mean it, it depends if it finishes before the end of the year because there's three still three more episodes they're going to skip the next week so the next week is going to be december 18th and after that there's two episodes i highly doubt it'll be done before all right well we will find out and uh tower on monday how was your finale i'm sorry tower on monday oh it was okay um <laughs> it was okay i mean the the finale is basically um neighbor chan the the fucking the girl who uh who um persuaded the fucking sensei to to get with her and fuck her and be with her they get married and so um it basically is like a culmination of like that of that particular story they get married everything is happy um ai chan gets the um gets the bouquet and um, neighbor chan knows like you know that she, she really starts to like like the the Onisan, who again is like a 26 year old salary man, awkward, right? A little Kokimo esque, but basically tells her like, good luck. And that's how the story ends. Um, I don't know when or if they'll do a third season. I'll watch it because I've already seen the first two and it's an easy watch, but eh, meh. All right. As always, we're going to talk about Aquatope first. Mm. Uh, I'm actually going to let you take over this one because I'm more focused on the today's episode. <laughs> oh, so you already know. Oh, yeah, it's right. You already know today. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm more focused on that. So you're going to have to recap this and a platinum end for, for me mostly. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, um, hold on. Let me take a swab of my drink. Swab it down like cum. Because it looks like cum, don't it? Yeah, hey, damn right. A protein shake. God damn it. Um, all right. So the episode basically begins. Uh, Fuka and um, and uh, Kukuru, they end up going to the cove. They see the dolphin, um, Banchan, or is uh, still there. And uh, sorry, my cat was on my uh, my sneaker rails. For those who right. see my room, but in any case, so they go to the cove. They see Banchan is still there, and um, Fuka is able to finally tell uh, Kukuru that Choco, uh, the the penguin, the penguin, is coming. She's like, oh yeah, you know, happy, da da da, everything's good. So Kukuru returns to work apologizes to the assistant director for fucking ditching and says it won't happen again i'm gonna work really hard and he goes don't worry about it there's an opening in uh in uh in the attendant team i'm gonna recommend uh recommend you for the position and get you out of marketing and she's like uh okay like she's shocked because this is what she's wanted this whole fucking time but she feels renewed 
Um, and so that comes into play later on. Yeah. Um, Karen, uh, I think her name is Karen too. Karen is really happy for her, but at the same time, she, that's her dream yeah, too. Karen, she wants to yeah. Karen, yeah, she wants to be an attendant, and so she, later on, we find out she ends up putting her name in the ring as well, which would be critical, I imagine. Uh, for this so, week's someone episode. else does too. Someone else does too. That so Matthew again uh, has I, seen I, this I, week's I, episode, so he can't. No, tell no, 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 no. I think no, I think it was a, 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 a Akari. No, I don't know. Akari didn't. Akari didn't say it, it was. It's no, Karen. I, I know there's a third girl. I don't know who it is, but but in any case. Um, he's like uh, the assistant director is like, listen, before you go, just finish up your your final project, which is the the wedding proposal. Yeah, so, the redo. <laughs> yeah, the redo of the proposal. And so she goes around. She gets an idea from Fuka basically while they're in the cove, um, about what she would want for a wedding. And you know, they go over like stuff that she would do and stuff that she would want. And so she goes around and asks all of her friends and colleagues around the office and around the attendant room, what would you do if you got married? What would you want? And gets ideas from that. And she's able to formulate her plan, and everything is all well. And the assistant director accepts it. They're like, either let's go with this, right? I'm like, that's fine. Let's go with this. And she's like, okay. So she starts printing out the, the directions, all the stuff. Midway through, Kai comes in, asks Kukuru, like, hey, are you busy? I need to talk to you. And she's like, yeah, I am busy. Unfortunately, you know, I'm working on my project. She's like, oh, he's like, okay, no problem. Another time. Um, and so the episode focuses on how she, any, she, by the way, uh, Kukuru also asked to bring the, the, the lady, the, the person who they're presenting, let's bring her to Tingarla instead of us going over to their community. So they basically pay for a cab fare. She shows up and Kukuru does like presentation. Um, and she's like, you know, this is all fine and dandy, but I want to talk about the like presentation. So they go into the room and like, there's a back and forth between them. They go back and forth. She that counters every point that she has. And then basically tells her like, you know, like, listen, at the end of the day, like you're going to be surrounded by like dozens of fish you're in a, a, a dome there's going to be sand underneath like it's going to be like almost like a beach wedding it's going to in essence look like you're getting married under the sea like why do you need decorations why do you need all this stuff like you're getting married under the sea dude and basically persuades her at the end of the day like fine let's go with your project it's unique because i've never seen it before at first she's like i've never seen that before and cuckoo's like oh shit. and she gets like sad and she's like but i like it because it'll be unique let's try it and she gets excited they accept the proposal everything is all well um, they go out to celebrate and basically um, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll be happy, whatever. Like, oh, we're missing is Kai. Poor Kai. And Kukuru's uh, like, what's up with Kai? They're like, oh, yeah, he's he's quitting because like, huh? They're like, yeah, he's quitting because uh, what's it called? His father uh, collapsed and he's in the hospital. She's like, what the fuck? And then she remembers like when Kai asked to talk to her, it was probably because of that. So she panics and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she like runs out. She's like, sorry, Fuka, I'll pay you later. Runs back to the aquarium runs to see kai who's basically almost done with his shift and she's like kai i'm so sorry you know i fucked up i should have listened to you how's your dad and she's he's like oh you know my dad is okay like he's, he has to have surgery um and he's like listen i'm going on leave um i'm not quitting i'm going on leave um they told me like it's good i can come back when he's good um but i would really appreciate it if you're the one to take care of the animals i would feel really safe and she's like i gotta go and the episode ends with Kukuru kind of just like stuck because now she's like she doesn't know what to do. She's really excited. Her proposal went through and everything is happy. She's putting more emphasis on her on her career. But now Kai, who she wants to make happy and she wants to be with the animals, like it's very conflicting. So that's not yeah. part. That's not bad. That wasn't a bad. Yeah, uh, definitely nice stuff. But from today's episode, there's definitely mm. and stuff and aspects <laughs> mm. in terms of one of the characters. <laughs> mm. A good thing or a bad thing? It's like you expect it to be the one, but it's the other. Like, 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 like this is right at this person's alley, but no, you find out the other person. Mm, okay, so, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what but happens. It's, it's still, it's still nice stuff. Um, well, one episode for me, two more for you. Uh, okay, yeah, it's getting a little weaker, unfortunately. Man, we are, we've already talked about that more. The what? 
Like, like the, yeah, the, the second half, I say the second half is weaker. <laughs> yeah, second half is weaker. Like, you know, this whole week, by the way, and by the way, during and one thing I've neglected to mention is during the part um at the beginning before they return back home, uh Fukuru Fukuru. I was gonna say Fukuru. Fuka. <laughs> Fuka. Fukuru. Fuka and, and Kukuru, they go to like the small aquarium and they speak to um Misaki-san, which is Umiyan's wife. And basically she tells them about like, you know, her job with turtle conservation and um uh Fuka's really, really interested. She starts learning about it on her own, about environmental issues, and her coworker starts talking about like, you know, that's fine, like trash and all that is very critical, but like, you know, we have global warming. It felt really felt really like I was at a at SeaWorld talking about trying to save the fishes, like which is fine, but I was telling Matt this in our in our DMs, and I was just like, you know, I was like, it's okay, but like I, I it's like i don't regret watching akatope at all because the animation yeah. and the music is just fucking great but in terms of the story like i've been let down because it's not it hasn't delivered anything that i look for in terms of anything again for those who right. know me i like to be fucking oh my god out of my seat excited or i want to be boo-boo fucking crying and like i don't you know i haven't really gotten that like the story is okay but they haven't expounded on shit Unless they do a season two, which I mean, goddamn, if they do a season two, uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's gonna end because they haven't expounded on the they haven't expounded on on the the little uh, like surfer spirit, whatever the fuck that eats the fish head. They never expounded on what happened to the miracles at uh, at uh, at Gamma Gamma. Like nothing. Like it wasn't like all that. Like like the physio- what is it physiological? It's psychological. That's not psychological. Like, <laughs> um the the fan the fanatical part right the fantasy like it's gone away and i mentioned this to matt during the episode where we basically lose her shit like i can appreciate where the story is coming from because it tells of a story of a young adult that's failing at her job it doesn't want to fail she's really trying her hardest but it's just not clicking and it's a story that happens very often in japan where you have young adults then go to college but they're in these career jobs high profile career jobs that are full of stress where you know there's not much like workforce like appreciation and things of that nature um and i get like i get that story which is nice but you know it's not really a story that i necessarily look for when i watch an anime so you know like i said i don't regret watching aquato but i I can't lie i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh my god you need to watch this oh fucking incredible Eh, it's falling short all right moving on gambar doki all right, we'll do Platinum Men. Let's do Platinum Men and go to because right. that's, okay, that's the end good, of the season good. for Ganabra. Right, um, Platinum Men, this week's episode, another great episode. Um, it's actually, it's not, it's creepy. Like, yo, the fucking guy, what's the guy's name? I forget his name. Which one? The creepy guy that looks like a fucking JoJo character. Oh, that fucking guy. Hold that on. That fucking guy. Tell me his name. JoJo he, guy. He, looks, <laughs> JoJo like a, he looks like a JoJo character. Literally, it looks like a JoJo character. And the guy is so goddamn creepy. So fucking creepy. But I'll get into that momentarily. Tell me his name first. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I can recap the beginning while you look that up. The beginning of the, yeah. of the show, the beginning of the episode basically shows um, uh, Saki. Uh, what's his face? Um, God damn it. I forget it. Mukaido and uh hajime hajime is the fucking creeper okay i'll keep that in mind so um saki uh mukaido and mirai they go over to the church they get themselves acclimated dope everything's cool and uh saki gets her outfit and it's like a it's a cat outfit go figure it's a cat outfit but you know it's 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 practical it's a practical cat outfit, which is cool um and so she gets her her outfit we see her angel revel 
um, absorbing these knowledge orbs that like say like, you know, one orb is the equivalent of 100,000 books or something like that. And incredible. And he's just trying to attain all this memory, all this knowledge, just attain it, attain it, attain it, attain it. But he's struggling because not that equipped to he's starting he's forcing everything it's not natural so um but regardless she's, she's trying to help her out trying to get her wings and we see the introduction of hajime hajime we get his background and story that basically he was born ugly born poor and over the course of his life he only got poor and he only got uglier and again he just was ostracized every bullied even his own family was like, fuck, like, we're born, fucking shit swallowed you, da da da, da like, but in essence, that's what they were alluding. So, um, one day, uh, we see a teenage Hajime, um, delivering newspapers in the rain. He comes home in a rainstorm. They live under a bridge in, like, some wooden fucking shack under a bridge, and we see his mom committed suicide. Um, he loses his shit, and he loses his will to live. He takes the fucking rope. He's trying to put it around his neck, but he's fucking awkward, and all of a sudden, we see uh a god come, i'm sorry an angel come and save him we find out later that angel is the angel of intuition i don't know his name we'll just call him the angel and in- angel intuition is like listen you know i can make you into god or i can make you at least a god candidate what do you say he's like okay so he's a first rank angel which means you get wings and you get an arrow so he gets an arrow he's like i want to i want to talk to girls i want to be with girls like okay so he shoots a he shoots a girl that he's had a crush on and he's like i want to touch your hands okay i want to kiss you okay and they start making out and then this guy is so ugly he looked at himself in the mirror and was repulsed by what he saw and right. said this is a natural like i'm so ugly like she would never go for a guy like me it's fake and so he basically says i'm gonna steal and make money and i'm gonna get plastic surgery so he basically robs uh, i guess he robs banks people like rich people but he yeah. gets money and he goes get plastic surgery he's still fucking creepy and ugly but you know at the same time he's a beautiful motherfucker like he comes out of plastic surgery he's got girls like looking at him just oh my god like so pretty you know uskushi a beautiful like really nice looking. And then he goes to talk to a girl that's like fawning over him and he can't talk for her. She's like stuttering, confused, says titties. And she's like, titties, I'm sorry. And she goes away and he goes home and he starts crying, like trying to rip his face. Like I can't, no matter what, I can be pretty, but I can't speak to girls, whatever. And along the way through this process, he's taking a real liking to Metropoli man. He ends up fucking obsessing and idolizing Metropoli Man. He recognizes everything Metropoli Man does and we're like, oh, you know, he's killing people to be God. And he's like, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of that. Like, he ends up basically turning obsessed, unhealthily obsessed with Metropoli Man. So he ends up doing a Mukaido. He ends up shooting a um a detective. Uh, Not only does he shoot the detective, it's a detective that Mukaido's been using as well, one of his last leads. And so he ends up finding out both. He ends up finding out um mukaido and he ends up finding out um wh- who's metropolitan man's real name? his real name yeah well he looks that up he ends up finding out Met- metropolitan man's id and he ends up finding out mukaido's id but he ends up kanade. Killing, huh kanade kanade so he basically finds out like oh this is where he this is where he goes to school and he i'm sorry no let me let me backtrack that first first he finds out about kanade through um his plastic surgeon and his hot ass plastic surgeon basically saying like you know he came in and he's like the heir to some like famous like construction company or technology company and he basically like came into the the plastic surgery it's like how do i make my dead sister look as live as possible super creepy super creepy and he's like oh shit and he puts two and two together and finds out like oh that guy kanade is a metropolitan man and so he uses one of his arrows, shoots one of Metropolitan Man's classmates, and has the classmate tell Metropolitan Man, Kanade, 
Like, listen, I've been shot by a guy named Hajime. He's a God candidate. He's waiting for you inside of like, whatever, like ballet room or something. Go see him after class. And Kanade is like, well, fucking, that sucks. He uses white arrow, kills a girl in the fucking school. Just kills her. Just like nothing. Cold blind. No, nothing. Just the fuck dead. And she's like, oh my God, she's dead. Like it creates pandemonium. And so during that pandemonium, he ends up going over to the, the ballet room, but he doesn't quite go to the ballet room. He basically uses one of his red arrows, shoots one of his other classmates, sends him into the ballet room in case it's a trap. And fuck it, that guy can die. And they basically talk and the guy wants to be his, um, he wants to be his, uh, his disciple because he loves him. He wants to follow him, da, 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 like whatever. And um basically uh kanade is like you know like i recognize you're not an idiot because you found out my identity you know where i go to school you set up all these precautions so i reckon I'll, I'll acknowledge you're not an idiot but he definitely thinks he's an idiot he definitely thinks he's yeah an idiot. yeah so um he's like listen he's like i'm gonna have you do something for me if you can do it then i'll i'll let you be my partner okay so this is where he finds out mukaido's identity he's able to basically find out find the same uh same private eye that he's using ends up killing the guy mukaido gets his gets his um his arrow back and then when mukaido gets his arrow back he's like oh shit if i got my arrow back that guy's dead oh shit if that guy's dead fuck and so him and mirai rush over to um mukaido's house and saki can't go because saki doesn't have wings saki ends up being depressed because she can't help she's like always being left behind so she ends up going back to being sad because she can't do anything revel it feels sad for saki and even though he's tired and his brain hurts and everything from all the information he keeps forcing himself to learn keep forcing himself for saki's sake for saki's sake i, I can appreciate it. but um anyway the episode ends up they end up going to mukaido's house nobody's there he goes into his office and he sees the um the the wedding dress the wedding dresses he was making him and his wife for his daughter's birthday after he's dead got slashed up which by the way hajime has like a fucking like ancient samurai don't know how he got it but he walks around with an ancient samurai and so he sliced the shit out of the dress like he's super pissed off and he's also like very like worried um mukaido is about his family like they're missing they're not around like he's just a, a fucking disaster he's like hitting his head against the wall like you know wishing he didn't become a god candidate because none of this would have happened he would have died peacefully and his family wouldn't have had to go through this trauma da, 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 da. and then basically using the private eye using the information that he got metropoli man calls uh, mukaido and says like hey your family's at this like abandoned theme park go save them or go die saving them whatever mukaido mm -hmm. not thinking straight fucking bolts hauls ass knowing it's a trap doesn't give a fuck just hauls ass uh saki goes fucking or sorry uh mirai goes over there and this is the part i'm sorry where saki gets sad that she can't do anything for them but the episode ends with them you, you forgot about saki's outfit i said saki's outfit is a cat outfit i know but it is a nice habit, but it's and like i said it's practical the, the, the cattail is the, the the battery to the to the pack and it's also a cooler he, he he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing. yeah he definitely <laughs> he likes cat girls <laughs> I like, like don't fucking lie <laughs> he likes cat girls but he can't put his yeah, revel revel do revel do yeah like are you okay with really you're okay with this i mean yeah i mean i got the curves i got the cat ears the, yeah, the tail everything. the cat ears turn into fucking like some like high vision goggles that like is able to track enemies and shit like, I, forgot, I forgot what the tail did the tail, like I said, is a battery and it's a coolant. So basically, like it expels like so she doesn't overheat. And then it's also um the battery as well. So the battery's yeah, in the I, back. I, the I love how he went all out for her, but there when him and uh no, well, what's his face? So, uh Mirai got like the latest and greatest like tech suit that was supposed to become part of like the, the Japanese army, but was cut because of production issue. Okay, okay, okay. It was yes. cut because of like finance and production, but he's got a dope suit. And then Mukado didn't give a fuck. He's just wearing a bomb outfit. 
He's literally yeah, because he's expecting to die. Yeah, he's just I don't give a fuck. I just need to not die fucked up when I'm gonna die anyway. Yeah, that's how the episode ends. So uh and you see also the also the intuition angel. His name is Balta. Balta, and he's got good intuition. He basically says, like, listen, if Kanade becomes uh God, the world's gonna basically almost die. He didn't say it will completely die, but he said the world will almost be there. so it's super yeah. critical that Kanade does not become yeah, yeah, he's working with him. Yeah, he's working with no, he's not, he's working with Hajime. Oh, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> yeah, the um, the special rank angel that Kanade has is fucking some mysterious that basically no rank to like special rank, real quick, which is one of like yeah. the curiosities of the show, like how does she become like that? But I forgot what her name is. Yeah, I forgot her name too. But in any case, good episode of Platinum Man. You seen this week's Platinum Man? Was it just as good? Uh, yes, mm. definitely, definitely some good stuff. Uh, mm. I can't really get into it, mm-hmm. but it works for the next episode. <laughs> can't wait. Just uh, go Saki. That's what I'm going to say. Saki-san, Glocky-san. All right, moving on. Ganabre Doki-chan. Season finale, ladies and gentlemen. All right. This will be very quick because basically it goes where uh, Doki-kun sees Doki-chan being harassed by two guys. And he goes, hey, that's my bitch. We're going. He didn't say bitch. He said, that's my girlfriend. I, I know. I know. Try to be he said dramatic. He, I know you're being dramatic and funny, but you, it, it's better to be like his girlfriend because like, oh, my God, he acknowledged her. Yeah, that was like, then, oh, and, uh, shit. and then <laughs> and then it stopped. He gave her back the flower petal, and fucking, we see uh, Kohai Chan, Kohai Chan, fucking drunk as fuck, got triple over uh, Doki Kun, and she's like, not now. Wait until the wait until we get back to the hotel when there's no one around. Basically, wanted to get fucking fucked by this guy, yeah, and it pisses off fucking uh, uh, Doki Chan, yeah, and that's and how the episode Senpai- ends. No, no, and Senpai San is there. Yep. But How are you uh, here? The more the merrier. Yep. And then uh Kohai's like, oh yeah, they want to the encore with the May dance. Yeah. They dance with the ended theme. And then you see Doki Chan go, why is all this difficult? And Senpai says, Well, it's more fun this way, is it not? For romance? You like you're working towards it. Yeah. So so that got him motivated to keep trying for uh Doki Kun. And it looks like we're getting a season two. We are. It looks like it. Maybe you can't end, you can't end like that. <laughs> it was just such a week. I know, but we'll see what happens. If I didn't laugh so much, like, because I laughed. The first episode, that's it. Just the first episode was good. That was it. It basically went, yeah, you're right. It went down, dude. Like, the first episode was a five, and the rest of the season was like a three, two and a half. Yeah, I love how this got hyped up, too. Did it? No, this, yeah, this was being talked about when it got announced. You excited for it because it's edgy. First, we weren't going to get it on Crunchyroll, then we got it on Crunchyroll. You know, if you want, guys want to watch a fucking, uh, you know what? Let's do our recommendations for Etchy. Sure. Let's do Etchy recommendations. Because if you want to watch Etchy, I'm not going to recommend to Wawa on a Monday or fucking Ganabre Doki Chan, San, Pai, none of that. None of the fucking Ganabre Dokis. Oh, uh, we could recommend Mashuka Tensei for one. Huh? For Etchy, we could recommend, we could recommend Mashuka Tensei. I'm not going to, but you could. Or Heaven's Lost Property. Well, and we're supposed to do this at the end of the show, not now. Do you want to uh, well, fucking well, you talk, you right talk, now? Yeah, you talked about it now. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, if we're going to fucking. Uh, so I'll give you two. If we're going to. Well, if you want to watch a new one that came out over the last year, watch Super X Heroes. Hilarious. It's on Funimation. Has to do with like these fucking teenage kids that fight these uh, these aliens that dep- that basically suck out the sexuality from the world and they have to save it and they use sexual powers to fucking defeat the aliens so it's pretty like pretty intense it's pretty funny it's definitely pretty fun um if you want to watch something older um uh, i'm always going to recommend shino meta because that shit was just so funny so random it was just so fucking random shimonetta it's available on hulu and funimation 
check that out. All right, moving on. Senpai is and Senpai is annoyed. It was a beach episode. Yeah, I said we we got a beach episode. We got Opai. Two sets. Two sets of Opai. And from uh, Natsu from Sa- Sa- Natsumi and Sakura. We got two op- two sets of Opai and, and Plank. Yes. We got Plank. <laughs> we got Plank. Also, uh points to Yuto. Go. <laughs> you two get Doki Doki over uh over Natsumi. Yes, and they all gave him the fried shrimp. Kazuma just gives him the approvals. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to it. They basically, it's a beach episode. Like, they flirted some. Um, they drank. They had fun. They did fireworks. They a, did lot, test, a lot of cute moments. Test from, of courage. From, from all, a lot of cute moments from all the couples, though. Yeah, basically, the and the other couples are the other people within the show are recognizing the couples. Like yeah. Sakurai recognizes that uh, that uh, what's his face Takeda Senpai is with um, what's Igarashi. Face? Igarashi a lot, and at the same time. Uh, what's her face? Well, Takeda notices like, oh, you and Kazuma are a thing. Like, what's going on there? Yeah. And around the corner, meanwhile, you see fucking uh, Igarashi and uh, Kazuma just in both with their hands in their faces, yep. embarrassed that their that their their crushes are talking to each other. Yeah. Well, that to me is like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this high school. <laughs> Not even, bro. That kid's in middle school. She gonna fuck him. <laughs> Bro, that kid is in fucking middle school. No, fucking, she's not gonna fucking. No, she's 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 just teasing. <laughs> yeah, she's just like the fucking. She's definitely a super older only son that likes to poke his cheek. Yeah, uh, Yuto's uh, definitely trying to poke cheeks though. If you get what I'm saying. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, he's trying to get some cheek poking. Well, well, he is gonna be that age where he becomes a man. So yeah, and so not the only thing poking up. Well, uh, he well he can always call Tart and. uh Maha for help. Ah, oh, I can't <laughs> wait. To talk. I can't wait to talk about. Let's talk about that next. All right, we'll talk about. All right. Let's All right. talk about that now. Assassin. All right, yeah. Well, just to wrap up on Senpai. At the end of the episode, they return back to the office, and we see that uh, Igarashi and Takeda are the type to get super brown, and so we got black, black Igarashi and black Takeda Senpai. How yes, about- uh, Igarashi is embarrassed while Takeda is like, Ha-ha, "You got it too." Yeah, uh, you're black. Get, ah. get wrecked, pussy. Piccolo. <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, uh, nothing, nothing great, but it's it's still cute all the same. It's a beach episode. You got everything you need in the beach. Episode. It was okay. Yeah. Opie cuteness. The end. Fiend. Alrighty. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna get to assassin. I love this assassin. Good fucking god. What's with the mother? The mother want bro. Some incest shit, bro. The mother from the moment Luke wakes up. The mother's like there. right there. Ohio, Luke. <laughs> like, Ohio, Okasa. Okasa, Nanda. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I just wanted just to see. Investigated. Just investigating. And then she's like, he, and Luke realizes, like, don't tell me. And they're like, yep, I know every detail. And I just, thanks to Tart. <laughs> thanks to Tarte. And uh, she's like, she's like, that's embarrassing. Like, why do you want to see that? Like, I want to make sure that my son is growing up to be a nice young man. Which basically she wants. It's like to I just like I just want it in my mouth for one second. Just come on, bro. One peep, one peepee touch. His mom wants, <laughs> his, wants his wants her son's chimpo. Like what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, dude. So um, what's it called? So that that's that. And then meanwhile, she brings up Tarte and Luke to the, like the living room and like, yeah, how do you feel about, about arranged marriage? Or how do you feel about arranged marriages? I don't need arranged marriages. Why? Like I don't. I, that's not my focus right now because this focus is trying to kill the basically be yeah. an assassin marry dia and kill the hero and, and then tarte is like ah oh, hell no <laughs> yeah right so listen so freaking uh what's it called the mother's like i want grandkids give me grandkids and then uh what's it called uh tarte jumps in was like you know luke doesn't have to worry about that luke should worry about what he wants to worry about and so his mother's like are you gonna give his kids and she's she, like, he's like, he's like yes if he wants me to i will gladly bear his kid and she realized what she says she's like huh 
And then she's like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. Her mom's like, it's a great idea. We don't have to worry, yeah, about, knock up your we don't have to worry about any bitch ass nobles. You're a part of the family already. We can trust you. You're cute. So you're going to make cute kids. Luke, I demand you go have sex with her right now and make me a grandkid straight up. And, and Luke is Parte like, right, is like well, it. you know, I wouldn't mind doing it right now. Like, she's all excited. And Luke is pissed. Luke is like, this is like super strict to his like, mom. All right, like, his all right, mom so is like, like why are you it. talking to me that way? He's like, well, I'm an adult. So I think it's time I talk to you. Like, not fair. But like, Luke is like fucking pissed. He's like, I can't. And uh, Cyan, the father, is like, all right, come here. You got a job. In the job. And so the episode, that's how the episode really begins. Yeah, What's it called Luke basically tells Tarte, like, you know, before we carry out this assassination, we're going to find out whether I really need to assassinate this guy or not. Because yeah. in his new life, he wants to take control of the fact that, like, I'm not going to kill everybody I'm ordered to kill. Like, that's not going to be me. Yeah, because so yeah, that's what his father taught him. Yeah. So his so the first thing he does is he sends via pigeon a coded message to Maha telling her, like, listen, find out what you can from the inside about this guy. Let me know. Sends coded pigeon. Um, He does. And her him and uh, Tarte do a. Uh, do an investigation of their own. They run over. They literally just fucking turn on the jets and run to the neighboring village. I don't know how many miles away, but they run. They end up in the village. They do some like some you know scouting of their own, and they find that basically the drug. The, for those, but we didn't fill them in. The guy who they're trying to kill is a count. The count is the is drug a, dealer. Is a drug dealer. He's the ringleader of a drug of a drug ring, and he sells military secrets. And so when they get to the town, they see a bunch of like military guys begging for change because they a lot of them died because of like the fact that they're that they went into a battle at a disadvantage because of the fact that they got sold out. And so there are a lot of people on the streets begging for change. They end up in a corner, and some nice little girl comes over with some jam and says, "Would you like some jam? Here's a free cup." You know, and then like Luke knows, like Luke looks at Tarte, like knows what's up. Tarte is like, I would love it, but you know, I don't like, like it here, Luke. So Luke takes a, 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 a lick of the jam, recognizes the drug, knocks the, the all the jam out. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like the girl's freaking out. And then some drug kings come over like, what are you doing with our product? They easily beat up the drug kings. And uh, Luke goes over to the little girl. She's like, I need the drug. I need the drug. Why do you need the drug? My mom. So the, she takes her to her to her mom. Her mom is a drug addict. They, Luke needs the drug, needs a drug. Can't do it. Can't do it. And so Luke is like, I'll fix her. So he basically does like a fucking a show to this bitch's back and she goes unconscious and she's like, oh, my God, what did you do to my mom? And Luke is like, don't worry, she's only unconscious. I made it so her body no longer needs the drug. Her mental thing, though, that's something you're going to have to do. Let's go like super cold, super, super callous. He just leaves. Um, they find out from Maha that like, yeah, the guy is indeed a drug lord. They see everything with their hands. They're like, all right, this guy's going to die. So. Lug leaves Tarte for now. Lug uses Orna and uses Maha, goes on a basically a retreat to, to, to the guy's village using Orna. And along the way, him and Maha have like a, a deep conversation and it's revealed like, hey, he's been going to brothels the fuck. And um, like, have you and Tarte like started, you know, doing more stuff or talking? He's like, no. She's like, you know, like we realize you love Dia, but there's two of us that love you. Like, you know, Tarte was in tears whenever you would go to the brothel because she wants to be there for you. She wants you to use her in that way. Like, she loves you. Like, it's mm. not fair to her. Like, I understand. Like, you look at us as like, you know, as you look at us and you want us for our magic. Like, you don't really want to have feelings for us. But I don't think it's fair to us that you do that to us because we love you. And, you know, all this stuff, basically. And she yeah. confesses to him. Like, you know, I love you. I'm going to go after you. Like, you know, and she gives like lays out a whole plan of how he's like, she's going to try. And yeah, she's like, she she's calculated. She's <laughs> super calculated about the chimpo. Like, she's like, I want the chimpo, but I'm going to bide my time. You can give your chimpo out to whoever you want, but it's going to be my chimpo at the end. 
And this is how I'm gonna get you. No, I was like, like I like I like you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, he's like, yeah, exactly. Fucking Luke is like, you really are such a fucking cunning student. It was Love great. It. <laughs> yeah, he it was loved great. it. He loved it. He, I probably turned him on. But um, yeah. So they end up in the count's the count's house. They use Orna. They give the products to the to the wife. The wife is a nice old lady, older lady. Um, she has nothing to do with the drug ring or anything like that. So yeah, she kill her. Yeah, she comes into play later. And so basically, they they meet the count. They you know go through all the stuff. It ends up being a party. Like you know, they find out more details about how the count operates. And the episode concludes when they return like via like some mountainous area. So it's him and um Tarte. And you know that you know, outfit, Tarte. yeah. And they, and, oh my god, yeah, you're right, bro. Tarte's outfit, oh good heaven, like holy shit, she working out. She can fucking, she can piss on me, slap me with the <laughs> bro. All that, she could do all that, bro. Like it's gonna, my that shit's gonna look like a scene from fucking uh, from Euro Trip, Flugenstugenheim with the fucking with, oh the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the drill dildo and shit, <laughs> bro. She, that shit, that fucking. She's gonna spear you. Yes, bitch, spear me. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, Luke snipes the guy cold, and he actually feels something. Yeah, and he's like, "Let's go!" But before he goes, like he looks in the he looks in the scope again and sees the wife just bawling over her dead, bleeding. And so, the first time ever in his assassination career, he feels emotion killing, and you know, he just has like this like feeling of like, "Man, what the fuck am I so like?" Tarte what, just what life? Him. And Tarte hugs him and comforts him. And he goes, Tarte, what are you doing? He's like, she's like, you looked forlorn. And I figured this would, this would really help you. And he goes, thanks. And they share that moment. And he's like, all right, moment over. Let's go. And that's how the episode ends. He's like, he's, she's like, she's like, the guy deserved to die. Basically, the episode ends with like, you know, that guy deserved to die. And I, I have. But I think the fact that before. he actually had built a connection with him during that party and all that. No, not with him, but just in general, the situation. But he's like, like, also, felt, also probably felt bad for the wife. He felt really bad for the wife. And he's like, listen, that guy deserved to die. But, you know, as much as I've killed and as much as I will kill, I'll never forget this first kill. Yeah, and I guess his, fa- his father made him kill while yeah. having emotion, which is crazy. Oh, and we also did get a uh, we got a goddess scene with the fucking world's greatest photog. That was kind of lame. Oh, well, wait till the next one. Is it greater? Schoolgirl outfit. Ooh. Well, teacher outfit, but still. Senpai outfit. Oh, yeah, sensei, okay. sensei outfit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it 15 or 20 years? This is 20. 20. Okay, so we oh yeah uh, but yeah. uh wait till the wait definitely wait till the yes uh, the end of the, the end of the next episode i already saw it spoiled through twitter holy balls batman well well wait till like that that that's an after credit but uh that's an after that, credit yeah oh my god so you gotta wait so, till after the next step holy shit batman so yeah, shocking holy, guys shocking. Holy. if you want to check it out it's on twitter go ahead but I, but everything bef- but everything before that though jesus Christ. really that good yeah, yeah. This, oh my. <laughs> All right, no more. You got me no. up. Yo, honest to God. So this week, in order for me to catch up, I was super behind, guys. So again, I do multiple podcasts. I go out to a lot of EDM shows. Um, I'm kind of dating a girl, so I have to make time for her now. So I, in order for me to catch up, I binged everything. Basically, it was Monday. We weren't watching between Monday and Tuesday. I binged, and man, I actually I love uh, what's it called? I love this show such that it's one of the last shows I finished. Excuse me, I finish with because I know how great yeah. it's gonna. I, I think is so yeah, we're we're season. definitely not gonna see the hero to the last episode. Do you think he'll show up? I think they're gonna do a season. Has to do. Yeah, no, they are. They are. They're definitely doing a season. So we're just gonna meet him. She. Oh, the hero's a she. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But so, yeah, but yeah, we're definitely gonna meet until the finale. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I, I've given this. I can't see how it goes lower. I can't. Yeah, especially with what we're gonna get next week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess I'm hyped. <laughs> it's a five star. Yeah, it's yeah. Again, I'm very happy with. 
It's a five star. More of this. Yes. You know what right. I just thought about? What? Should we close with Demon Slayer? Get everything? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we should. Because it's the day. An hour long episode. There's a lot to recap. Let's close yeah. with Demon Slayer. How much uh, more we have? Uh, one, five. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, Comey. No, I was just about to say Comey. Uh, pool episode. First. Pool episode. Well, water park. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Uh, cool. Basically, first time the water park, she has a lot of fun uh-huh. until she trips. Hits her. Uh, also, um, what'd you call it? Uh, what's that? What's that crazy chick? I don't. No, no, no. I, I, I need to for co- for context. Damn it. Fuck, hold on. Ren. Ren. Ren sees a uh, Kobe's outfit. Oh, it's a, it's a school swimsuit. Nope. Fuck that. We're buying poor you girl, an outfit. Yeah, poor girl. I've, I've, I actually love that. I actually did like that a lot. And she does get a cute swimsuit. The guys are judging uh, girl swimsuits and uh, not Jimmy. Ju pointo. Ju pointo. Sen pointo. Sen hakuban pointo. That shit was uh, great. But everyone got 10. I mean, call me, up. call me looks stunning. Oh, yeah. No, that, and, I think that, and I, the I, mystery of. So, again, my theory. Najimi is definitely a they. She for sure is a they. She is a male that presents as female and is a they. That is my ultimate theory on her. Najimi is not. <laughs> Najimi is not a woman. Najimi definitely has a pee pee. But Najimi wants to present herself as a woman. But do you totally but, respect that? But do we do we know that? Dude, she's a fucking. She has to be a goddamn. I can't. There's no scenario. I, I, I a, not bad looking. No scenario. I have zero zero idea of how she could be anything but a they again they're good looking anyway the reason why i said it is because she basically changed it she was going to go into the girl's bathroom and uh was it who was it was it uh it was yeah it was uh canada it was like fucking like nope tadana was like nope fucking they got they got they 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 changed outside that was a (laughs) dead giveaway when tadana was like no you're not going in the girl's bathroom because you know if it was a girl obviously they can go in or if like you know she they had had gender reassignment surgery or whatever the case. Sure, go in, bro. That's a dead giveaway that she, who represents as they in female. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. You can't. You can't tell me otherwise. She is really a he presenting as a they, or he is a she. He is a they presenting as a she. There we go. Just say non-binary. <laughs> you can say non-binary. I just, for, the, for the sake of for the sake of body, for the sake of something that you know, if you were to have this conversation with the majority of non-binary people, they would hate your fucking guts. That me as a cisgendered man talking about fucking body parts on a on a fucking binary. I love place. how I'm they would hate genders. your fucking guts. I love but, how out of all the genders, this is the one you're more concerned with than literally anyone else in real life or any other show. This is just the one. You know, it's so <laughs> just this one, this particular I one. Some, I was talking to somebody about fruits baskets and I forget her. One of the, the monkey. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's it's just a guy does cross dress. Yeah. He just cross dresses. And then we have Akito who also because. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. He, they, they're forced to. Um, yeah. Because she was forced to because the God was usually a guy. The fact there was a girl now. She yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, they were just cross dresses. That was it. There it's nothing. just it's crazy. Like there's that when you wonder a priority. I always whenever I think of anything that has to do sort of reality, like or trans, whatever, I always wonder a priority. I think of that one girl that killed that suicidal. She always like I don't know why I always think about that. That's like they always you say they they always pop up. But in any case, we're digressing. Well, any case, uh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, basically, water park. Come, we had fun until she trips, and then they oh, I ruined everyone's good time. No, he didn't. So we all use water guns. That's how that part. Squirt, 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 squirt. Yes, squirt is mostly pig. 
I can't say what I'm going to say. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, next episode, uh, Komi wants to go to the library. So the dad, yeah. Masayoshi Kogo. Mm. And uh, he's not talking, but he wants to talk. He wants to like start some conversation. He's happy for her and all that type of thing. They order shaved ice. Mm. Yes, I forgot what the guy. It looked really good, especially on Komi's. Mm. Like that was <laughs> like a little look young. It, Why it, she? Like, and he's trying to gather the courage to ask her how school's going and all that. It was really nice. I really love that. Was my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> I was like, that was just adorable. I like, yeah. Now we know where she gets the looks from because they're like, oh guys, he's fucking hot when the when he walked in. <laughs> You're right. The girls said the girls said he was hot. Like she got the she got the looks from the papa for real. Uh, so that was nice. And then we got to the library uh, where you see Komi sees a baby. Mm-hmm. And she tries to entertain the baby. Tano was like, I would do something adorable, yet he mm-hmm. forgot to drop off the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it goes to the next one. She's about, she's about to go home. It's like, I want to play on the swing with well, the, mm-hmm. ju- the swing jungle gym slide. She mm-hmm. loved the slide a lot. And then she goes to drink from the water fountain. Tano's like, I will again. And I forgot to return the book again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's that was that. Yeah, if it does the last thing. Uh, a lot of cute stuff overall. Yeah. Yeah, for... Again, yeah, it's usually kind of like a rom-com, but it's more comedy slice of dough. I don't get the rom at all. I was like, you know, honestly, guy, when I first saw Comey, heard of Comey, I thought like, oh, this is going to be a great love story. And I saw Taisho Otome, and, which we'll talk but about. Yeah, but yeah. And that, a- it kills that fucking, if you've seen Banished Hero, written red, great couple, kills that fucking, uh, what other couples can we go about this season that fucking are significant? Titan and Lenny. They're not a couple. I know, but they're better. They're, they're, they're probably my favorite pairing. Yeah, in terms of like duel, uh, they're definitely uh, Ru- duel of the year. Uh, Rudy should... and Rudy and Eris. Rudy and Eris. We should do a duel of the year. Uh, I said we we could do couples or just pairing. Pairing, so, pairing of the year. I said we could, we could put them together. Like if there, if there was no really good ship. We could have like the best. Uh, du- the... I said duel of the season. Duel of the season. I was saying like we could say we could have that mix or couple. No, I don't want to do couple. Cause couple's different. Couple means romantic. Like we'll get into it. That's right, fine. We'll get we'll get to it in a second. Anyway, that's fine. Anyway, point is, Comey is definitely far more comedy than yeah. romance. Far more. It's kind of, you know, it reminds me a lot of Kaguya-sama. Kaguya-sama has got a lot of romance, but it's got far more comedy. Far yeah. more comedy. And we love it. I love it. I love Kaguya-sama because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's the very first rom-com that I ever saw. And it's fucking hilarious. It's tits. It's great. Exactly. It's great. Yeah. All right, moving on. Now we can talk about Otome. Thing. So I got you into this, Matt. Are you? Are yeah, you fuck you. I got you. <laughs> Are you happy I got you into this? This I admit I like it. Yes, I'm so happy. It's not great, but I think it's it's not great. I don't, it's the I don't, rom-com of the season. It's the romance of the season. It's got oh, the couple sure, of sure, the season. Sure. Sure. I don't I'm not in love with it, but it's still enjoyable. I enjoy it a lot. Oh my god. It's one of my favorites. It's dude. not it's not it's not Duke of Death. <laughs> I like it more than Duke of Death. Not by much, uh, but I do. I, I do not. It's not by much, but I do. I like this one. I do like Tamahiko and Yuzu. I love Yuzu. She's adorable. Love, she's kawaii, for sure. Yeah. With, with hidden opai. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, 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 you see it the once and never again. For real. Hiding that. They want you to like it for her, not her appearance. So And the kiss was cute. I really liked the kiss. The kiss was so beautiful. It was one of the best kisses I've seen in a while. All right. But uh, what you call it? The Shiratori siblings are now staying at Tabihiko's house. Yeah. It's nice. I don't uh, have to recap this anymore. You can recap this. Yes. Uh, 
because Katori wants to write a love song and it's like, oh, uh, my brother told me about you guys, so I'm just gonna watch you while staying here. Creepy. But Yuzu's excited because she's a fan of her, loves her music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yes, go ahead, live here, raid my fridge, uh, sleep sleep with us when we're knocked out. I don't know, whatever you want to do. They don't have sex, so you, you know. I know, I know, but I said she could if she wants because they were fans. She'll go Yuri for her. But um, during all this, Katori's trying to like, hey, uh, hey, Hikaru, like listen to my songs. Like, yeah, sure. Seems a little bit like, yeah, great, it's great. Mm. Like, kind of cuts her off. <laughs> And during that, after that one encounter, like, like they were both stay there for that one day. Like, Hikaru has not. Mm. While it's going on, Katori was trying to observe Yuzu and Tamahiko. Like, hey, I need inspiration. As to act normal, it's like we can't act normal if you acting like this. Uh, and eventually, <laughs> eventually, uh, Katori opens up to Yuzu about uh, like, oh yeah, my brother loved music first. Uh, Tamahiko Yuzu was seeing the pattern of Hikaru was avoiding his sister, and during school. While bringing the porn, <laughs> that's how you that's how you make friends in the in the Taisho era of uh, junior high. Bring porn. Etchy. It worked. I will say that it worked. Mm. But uh, Tamihiko talks to Hikaru. He's like, "Hey, uh, your sister," and he he's then he starts to admit, "Like, I love music first. Sing with me, ill." So I gave her my guitar. Like, "Hey, play for me." And when I get better, I promise I'll sing with you. But got to the point he was focused so much on his health for those seven years that he had no will to do music, and so that. So it was kind of like a little bit of guilt in that regard. And like, oh, yeah, like she's popular now. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, he just didn't have this love for music. And then Tamahiko opened up to him and was like, well, I I wanted to die because that's my accident. Like, I thought my life was over after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yuzu opened my heart and uh, I met all these wonderful, pe- wonderful people, including you. Mm-hmm. He's like, yay. <laughs> but he still appreciated him. He's like, maybe I should do the same. And then later on, um, we also get a heart to heart with Yuzu and Katori about love, like how how she feels about Tamahiko. She knows she didn't mention that it was bought. She never really tries to mention that, which is really. No, because she wants, yeah, she wants to get past that. She wants yeah. to like him for him. Yeah. Like it's not an arranged marriage. It's not a purchase to get rid of a dev. Nope. Oh yeah, it was a hundred dollars just for her. Oh god. Now nowadays that's for a hand job. But uh, anyway, uh, Katori has the song, but before she sings it, Hikaru sings the first time in seven years in front of her and mm-hmm. together. Was, that was a, I thought that was very sweet. It was. And then uh, Katori sings her song, her love song, and that beautiful. <laughs> very very beautiful. And that is where we were with that. Indeed. It's one of my favorites of the season, dude. It really, for me, it's easily one of my favorites. I, it's close to the top five, if not being in top five for me. Well, it might be in my list. It might not. We'll find out when Ichi, it ends. Ni, san, Go. Yon, yon. It's five. Well, we got three more episodes. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have an encounter with the father at the Fuck It has to. It has Fuck to. Like, I know, but it has to. I hope he gets run over by a train. Train coon. Train. Is it train time? Uh, train time. Is it tra- oh. it's train time, right? Train time. Train time needs to fucking just get off the train tracks junior shout out to anybody who knows what i just said you know now now we got now we got five more i forgot two now we have five oh my fuck i I forgot paladin and miracle let's go with paladin all righty you know i don't like about uh zoom it doesn't tell us how long we've been recording Uh, although we're making good timing we've been almost two hours um it was a little after nine right no, no, it, uh, no, you're right. It was like eight, like 40. Yeah, oh, we're almost at the two hour mark. <laughs> uh, well, 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 this should be this should be this should be this one should be relatively quick. 
I like the story uh, of this weekend Paladin. I love the story of this weekend Paladin. Oh yeah, it was a uh, really great story. And we get and we get Robina and Antonio. Yes, Tonio son. Yes, uh, Tony Kuhn. Robina is a is a storyteller. Plays music. He attracts them. While Antonio is a merchant, he sells goods. So they decide because basically William and Menlador uh, saved them from a what was it a bear? Oh, uh, gorilla. Gorilla saved them from an angry gorilla. You find out that they were basically tricked from uh, these other travelers. Piss off the gorilla. Yeah, basically. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to town. We need supplies for something. So, won't you join us? Uh, they eventually do that. Uh, Rubina starts telling her songs or stories. Mm. William's like impressed with it. And Toad's like, hey, come here. I, got, I have this great idea. Uh, you heal people with, because they're, they're very graceful. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're all about grace. Yeah. So like, hey, uh, if you heal them with your faith, uh, maybe I could sell some merch. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like you offer for free while I sell stuff. Hey, bro, help me with my gimmick table. <laughs> hey, he gets, hey, he's like an artist. He gets paid in exposure instead of money. Goddamn gimmick table. Boy. Yeah, but it, it worked. Uh, he, he starts healing people. And then uh, Antonio sold some stuff. And then yeah. uh, Robina got, got to play music. And then when they're alone, she starts telling the story. Yep. about these free travelers they find out it's blood mary and augustus mm. so william's like i'm glad that people still remember them mm-hmm. and you see them when they were humans like fighting this dragon to save the town and like this whole the whole village they're going to is like they praise these three so we got we got all that which is which is again that was solid stuff very and solid. then we see william and antonio talking like heart to heart basically yeah no you're forgetting a serious you're forgetting a part of that Which story one? you're forgetting part of the story so basically in the story you know they save the village specifically they saved this couple a boy and a girl yeah the girl is a half elf um and so they're like what are you gonna do you can't go back to the village like something happened with them or the village or something he's like oh yeah. we'll, we'll just make our own way so um blood oh yeah, yeah because i think because everyone's dead yeah everyone's dead in the village so blood gives him a dagger and says you yeah. can't fight without like a one demon of these. dagger a demon dagger and gus gives him a bag of money and he's like, I don't know how we can ever repay you, you know, whatever. They're like, consider this a loan. They're like, consider this a loan. And if uh, your names like, you know, make something of yourselves, be righteous, do right. And, you know, be something. He's like, if your names reach our ears, then at that point, we'll come find you and collect our debt plus interest. And so um, the man lives his life, a very righteous life. He ends up being somebody super popular and he dies the half elf, because as we've seen before, half elves live a long life she's an old lady right now because this yeah. happened over 200 years ago in the past yeah so um she's an old lady right now but she said she's still waiting to know and she has faith that someone that knows um gus's name because they found out basically like you know as a reward i'm going to tell you my real name and if like you know someone comes to you or if i come to you then you'll know my real name then you'll know what's up you don't know you'll know what's up so basically, basically like, like they'll, they'll collect it the- <laughs> yeah basically it's going to be william to collect the debt and so something tells me that demon dagger is going to be clutch. Um, I don't know about money. She's not going to get money. Maybe he'll get a castle or something. That'd be cool. Probably but just money. Maybe. I don't know. But in any case, um, that was the part of the story you missed. That was super critical. So I think at some point during whatever show pal- that uh, Faraway Paladin goes through, we're going to see that episode of, of the debt collection, which is going to be really, really wholesome. Yeah, I think that, I think that's how that. You think? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, well, they're heading there now. We got like, we got shit. No, we got four reps. Yeah, because they skipped the week because of whatever. Yeah, because I yeah I, I don't think they counted the uh, recap as an episode. They don't. They don't count the recap because they've. But sometimes they do, like you know, fucking Wonder Egg. <laughs> oh, you guys can't see my face right now, Matt. What does my face look like? 
you like head palm, like face palm. Yeah, because okay, some do, some don't, but I don't think they did, thankfully, because we it they is did episode not. nine. They did, not, bro. they did not. Oh, good. So we got four more episodes. But yeah, it talks, yeah, basically ends with uh, them going to that town. They have a friendship with Antonio. Mm. And Antonio's like, William, what do you what do you want? And he never gave it that much thought because all he did was hunt the demons. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know anything about the outside world. So he said mm-hmm. he wants to figure it out. He's like, if you do it just for the guys, that's great. But I know there's more to you. <laughs> right. But yeah, definitely nice stuff. I like how it's progressing. So it's like it's a nice slow progress. But you know, I literally before this episode, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, Paladin's okay. It's I I would I I can't say I would recommend it. And then after this story, I was like, man, this is fucking fantastic. This is this is character building, goddammit. This is yeah. good shit. This is good shit, pal. So yeah, good shit. <sighs> Moving on. Uh shit. Uh Miracle Chat. <laughs> Yo, I fucking guy. Fuck this fucking guy. <laughs> Goddamn guy, bro. Zen. <laughs> Why do you hate cats, man? <laughs> Why? Seriously, like, yo, was he scratched as a kid? Like, seriously, what the fuck is happening? Or are they just that easy to kill? I mean, they're kidding. I know. Uh, but yeah, his neighbor, his neighbor gives stew leftovers. He's crows. They like, oh, yeah, there's no cats around. He starts Chase like, the crows away. And it's like, uh, like, oh, yeah, what happened to your hand? You bleed? He's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Just tripped. And throws out the leftovers like an animal and tries to wash his hand of the blood before school. So fuck. And now uh, you see Hana is very, very hungry, like more than usual. She's hungrier than a pregnant person. Well, they explain why. Yes, I know. But if imagine you know a pregnant that, person, guys, imagine a pregnant person. And then Hannah's that times three. Yeah, just but the only difference is no weird cravings. There's normal, it's just normal cravings. She's a hobbit. She's a hobbit. She's a goddamn garbage disposal. She'll fucking eat anything. No, no, she's a hobbit. She has second breakfast. <laughs> I bet she has dinner and then supper. She has the hobbit meal. But uh, yeah, they talk about this during the, the run-in, the gym class. Uh, when they're in the classroom with Zen, uh, Miko starts freaking out because there's this giant ghost mm. that's like telling all the students, like, don't look at him. Don't look at him. Mm. And he went in Zen. And Miko's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, dude. Like, what's going on? They seem out, like, right in front of Miko while she's trying to read something. She's freaking out. And she almost lost it until Hana's stomach started rumbling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh I'm going to take her to the nurse's office. Bye. Be right back. And she's like, to Hana, you. <laughs> we all know what happens when two girls go to the nurse's office. Yeah, they pin each other against the wall, shooting water at each other, while mm-hmm. one tries to go under their shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, you know, that was like what episode two? Yeah, that too. That too. Or, yeah, yeah, it was it. Uh, what's going on? Yuria walks in and she's like, Hey, what happened? I saw you guys walking down the hallway. You okay? Yulia, like, oh. not Yuria. Well, her name is Yuria. Fuck the English language. Anyway, anyway uh, Yulia <laughs> gives her some candy to shut her up. She's like, here you go, take it. And then she starts talking about. Is it because of the guy Zen? Because you know he has all this evil energy around with that. It's like draining your life energy, your happy energy. Like what? And then Miko is was turning like I need you to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. And Yulia's like, oh shit, she was not supposed to know. And then Miko's like, maybe she knows something. He's like, hey, can I talk to you outside? Yeah. And Yulia's like, she's gonna kill me. She's gonna choke me out like last time. I held up. I gotta go. Yeah. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck this. I fuck this shit. I'm out. Yep. Abby. <laughs> Then Miko's like, oh, okay. Uh, then she finally gets her food, like the fat hobbit. And now they're at a park. <laughs> like, didn't she just eat? Like, yeah. 
Uh, what's going on? Uh, Miko starts trying to calm down because it was then in the classroom. She sees the kids playing. Like, oh, kids are cute. And dad, you see, you see one of them is like a ghost right over it. And he's like, you can see me. And then Miko's like, shit. I'm not gonna lie, that that was like that's how he that that kid popped up. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> Yep. And he starts charging at Mika. Yeah. Because he found out, yes, yeah, can see me. She can mm-hmm. see ghosts. And then you see the holy things just smack the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you ain't going near her. Uh, no big guy this time. It's just them. They're able to handle it on their own. And they take out the kid. And they're like, and then Mika finally realized what the fuck's going on. She only has three times that they come. And now they came twice. Mm-hmm. So basically, if she doesn't do it to like Zen, they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. So I feel like it's gonna happen before Zen. It even shocked me. And it ends there, but there is an after credit. Did you see the after credit? Uh, I think so. Uh, basically, Zen's walking around at night. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The and yeah with the with the cat and the girl. Yeah, they yeah, the classmates. Uh, I like, made hey. sure to pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, the classmates like, oh shit, I, he looks familiar. Yeah. And then you see him with the cat. I was like, please don't. Please, please don't show a death in, the, in yeah. the middle. He was getting ready to cut it. The cat, that cat should have. I mean, the cat's a cat, bro. Like, I know. The cat. I mean, I, some... I'm going to say strays, strays usually run away quickly when they. It's a feral cat. So. Unless it was like intimidated by this guy's aura. Food. Food. Oh, sweet knife. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, I, I heard it over here. They. Yeah. You live for now, cat. That's where that episode ended. We got, yeah, uh, I'm really liking this. A lot of good stuff. Hopefully, don't want to see any dead cats. I don't. I was really sad knowing that those cats are dying. And they even show the flyer of missing cat and next to it, animal abuse is wrong while he's like in front of it. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. All righty. Shuko Tensei. Good God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Fucking wicked, dude. That, again, that guy keeps popping up. That my the voice actor. Yeah. What's his name again? What? Which vo- the voice actor? Yes, uh-huh. and the character's name. Rudy. No, the uh, the dragon. Dragon. The dragon guy. Oh, uh, Orsted. Orsted. Okay. Yes, his voice actor is easily yes. one of my favorites. Oh yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad he voiced us. Yeah. Before we get uh, well, before we get to that. Um, that ex- epic masterpiece. We first we got a little uh, flash forward. You see uh, Rudyard, Eris, and Rudy on the floor, look like they're dying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like yeah, adventures end here, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Eris and Rudyard are sword fighting, practicing. Um, mm-hmm. well, obviously, Eris lost the fight, and as like, I acknowledge you as a warrior, you passed. Mm-hmm. Treat you like an equal. Mm-hmm. It's like Rudy, pinch me. It's like, well, like hey, I'm not gonna get you. I'm not gonna hit you. Pinches the nipple. Don't pinch me there. His face was like worth it. Yeah. And then uh knocked out from there. Uh they go to the next day, they start walking. They're like they're in the snow. Uh they're walking in this cave. And Eris and Ruger just freak out. Yep. Like they're like they're frozen still. They piss themselves. Frozen yeah. and piss themselves. Yes. And they see Orsted and what's that girl's name? Uh fuck, I remembered her. Um, god damn it. Uh Nana Hoshi. Okay, yeah, I ju- it just popped up for me. <laughs> yeah, Nana Hoshi. Uh they start walking, they were walking past her, uh, past past everyone, like, hey, what you guys doing? I know all your names. You guys aren't really a threat to me. 
So like, have a good day. And then the the ox, like their 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 rye was like, I'm gonna commit suicide. Yeah, it just jumps off the cliff. Like that shit, what the that shit that shit was funny, and at the same time was like, oh, this is serious. Yeah, like up oh, just by like just by feeling is like, I am not right. Fuck you about. And then basically they were they, they their lives were spared. Like okay, let's just walk. And then Rudy's like, hey guy, I have a question. Uh, like, how do you know our names? Who are you? Yeah, they're like, um, the fuck? And he's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, uh, Rudius Grey Rat. And he's like, I was like, who's your father? Paul Grey Rat. Like, he's Paul's supposed to have supposed two daughters. To have, yeah, Paul's not supposed to have a son. Moi, whatever. And then Rudy's like, shit, yeah, because I'm in this world. Yeah, basically. And um, at the end of the day, he's like, I have a question for you before we leave. Yes. Does the man god mean anything? Oh, yeah, I see him all the time. <laughs> yeah, like before he finished that sentence. All you, all you had out here was and that just no. He started slapping Ruger. Is like, nope. Oh, Ruger, bro, it was a dope ass fight. And then he fucking just slapped up Ruger, knocked him on Eris attack, fucking threw that bitch against the wall, and the wall imploded. And yeah, but well, first he was he was impressed with her though for a little bit. Yeah. And then freaking uh they goes to Rudy. He grabs Rudy by the neck, breaks his rib, I think, or yeah, breaks no, his like, rib and collapsed his lung. Yeah. And he starts just throwing up blood like crazy. And but he's still fighting. Eris tries to do some type of magic incantation. Freaking doesn't work out. And then yeah. freaking uh, Rudy Rudy's with his like, magic list. No incantation. No incantation. Managed to come up with some crazy spell. But and fucking Orsted uses basically some sort of like magic mirror to like absorb it. And even the magic mirror breaks. He still absorbs it, though, at the end of the day. Yeah, and he says, you're, like, says you have the same strength as the top god. Yeah, as, the, as the, the top god. Yeah, crazy. Like you have the same strength as the top god, which is the technique god. Crazy. And so at the end of the day, he goes up to Rudy and he goes, before you die, let the man god know that the dragon god killed you. Spears him through his chest. Tell him he's next. Yeah, tell him he's next. Spears Rudy, puts a hole in his chest. Rudy throws up a lot of blood, fucking passes out, um, and fucking uh, Eris, Eris loses her shit. Hey, Rudy, Rudy, does get there. And Rudy's Don't like, shit, not yet. Him. We're like, like, not yet. We were supposed to have sex in two years. I'll, yeah, let that's me, Rudy let me die. Rudy's like, I, <laughs> let me die after that. Yeah, and then at the end, you see as Rudy's passing out, Nana she's like, wait, uh, Orsted, Nana. Like, and then that's he passes out, and then he has a conversation with the man god, and it's a productive conversation. Yeah, it's like, hey, how do you like? Do you know this guy? Yeah, it's like, then why don't you tell me? I I can't sense him. <laughs> and it's like, is he stronger? The, like, what what about the other guy? Oh yeah, he would beat him in a fight. He does more techniques, but in an actual fight, Orsted would definitely win. Bro, is Rudy the technique? I feel like he didn't unless he's a reincarnation. That would be. Sick. We'll find out. Yeah, I don't know if we see him yet, but uh. Mm. All's going on, and Rudy's like, "Well, I can't help you anymore because I'm dead. So fuck you, guy." Yeah, he's like, I don't "Do know you want the first. Do you want the good news? What? You're not dead. Who healed me?" He wakes up. He wakes up in Eris's lap, and freaking Eris and Eris is so happy. He turns over, throws up more blood, and he's like, "Why am I not dead?" And he was like, "Nanahoshi told uh told Orsted, um, Orsted to heal you, and so Orsted cast the healing spell and left." And they're like, why would he heal somebody that he put a hole? Yeah, in but, but yeah, we, that's right. We don't know what she said to him. We don't know what he said. We don't know the circumstances. But he basically, uh, Nanahoshi alluded to 
that Rudy may be someone of like significance that you know goes against whatever we might need him <laughs> we might need him yeah 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 so that's why he's saved and so uh the episode ends with Eris just bawling her eyes out because and, and punches him and then yeah punches him in the head and just starts crying her eyes out yeah. but it's really good and supposedly the next episode they're gonna fuck yeah all right sorry my inner my inner spaniard came out uh, <laughs> my inner uh, my inner my inner puerto rican came out do, 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 do. you don't see me i'm doing like the, the the fucking motion right now on the camera guys anyway so yeah so no it was a really good again fucking it was really good episode jobless is continuing to to prove slowly why it's one of the top animes and it was a top anime during the the winter season i think it was last year but fucking yeah. tits dude it's yeah so tits. it's definitely gonna be high up in the overall it's so tits. and we're gonna get a shit ton of these so about eight eight or nine seasons worth so i'm happy i'm telling you we're gonna be like 45 by the time that bitch is over yeah and this is a season one right just in two parts it's crazy no they have a list it's crazy this is season one split in two parts but it's listed as a season on the on the things on a animation. Right. It's listed as a season. All right, moving on. Tact. <laughs> uh, two more, right? Yep. This, oh. is, this is our pre-main. Good heavens, co-main. Yep. Co-main, co-main event. There. We gotta go over New two, York. I think we gotta go over two episodes, right? Or does uh, we could talk about the previous one a little bit? Did we talk about Schindler already? Yeah, we talked about Schindler already. Yeah, Schindler's already. Yeah, Schindler's already got it. like they're in the city. We're in the city now. Yeah, we're in the city. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. This, the, we'll yeah, talk we'll, we'll few, do it. We'll talk yeah, about we'll, the few big points. Yeah, we'll do a lead in. So basically, they arrive in a city. We find out that um that uh what's sister. her sister Anna's sister is uh is an invalid. She's in a wheelchair. Um, but yeah. basically, she's still a top researcher at the facility. They basically take Takt and and Cosette uh, Destiny into the facility. Um, Destiny snitches on fucking Takt and says, "You should have, uh, you should have uh, Onichan look at your uh, your growth or whatever." And Anna's like, "What growth?" And he's like, "Nothing." And he's like, "Nope, tell me, show me." And so she shows like he unbuttons his thing and shows like his, whatever like all oh, the that, red the it's red like, like the whatever sucking his life force is gone like it's all on his arm and has gone up to like his neck area and uh and uh, Anna's pissed she's like why didn't you tell me she's like he's like there's nothing you could do anyway and I don't regret anything that's happened up until this point and he walks in and it's pretty that was a pretty powerful statement but but in any case we move on um uh they do all the testing and all that and they're like listen there's no way for us to break this bond that you and destiny have you're gonna stick with it and that growth that you have is your life force being sucked away by destiny and you're gonna die if you keep fucking being music heart and conductor so you can live a peaceful life you guys don't have to do anything just live your normal lives and all will be well and you'll live long or you can go down this path you're going on right now and you'll die and so they you know conflicted on what to do um they end up going on a date in the park which yeah is they, yeah they spent they spend this time like figuring out what to do yeah and they get and... they get closer which is it was again a very nice thing they're in central park and then when they return home as they're returning home um destiny stops the, uh, fork. yeah destiny stops and she's like it's far away but i hear the fork and they're like, oh, my God. So they run home immediately and they see Anna and they tell Anna what's going on. And coincidentally, they get a phone call. The phone calls from Lenny and Lenny says, like, listen, you got to get out of New York. Something bad's going to happen. And he t- they tell him about the fork. They're like, oh, it's too late. And he's like, I want to be there. Like, I'm not leaving. I want to know everything, you know. And the episode that episode ends with, are you ready to learn about the Boston tragedy and your father? Yes. Okay, and it's that's like, how the episode ends. So this week's episode, which- well, like I, I, I did not trust the sister. 
You didn't trust her? I get I feel like she's just bullshitting because I think she knows like this is just a fear for now. I think she knows how to have Destiny back as I don't with with knows, with with, with, but with I think she, dead. I don't think but I think she'll play a part in it. You're saying that she knows that Tack needs to die for Cosette to Yes. Which is crazy when you think about it because Yeah, and because she, and, she, and she wants that to happen to get his back. Cosette is around because well, Ex- right. You know, but she'd rather that. have her sister back than you think Destiny. Oh, no, so you think that's what's gonna that's your Yes, I I get it. A, I don't I there's something's not right with her, and I think that's gonna be something similar to I don't uh, we we will find out. I don't get that vibe. But in any case, um yeah, so this week's episode, they meet in Central Park. And they, Lenny's about to basically find out what's going, or about to tell him what's going on. And the we fuck, hear the fork. We hear the fork, and we see Helen Heaven first. We see Helen Heaven first, and we see the head conductor, or the Grand Maestro. Sorry, the Sag- Grand Sagan. Maestro Sagan. And, and I was like, "Fucking, I fucking knew it." <laughs> we find out Sagan is evil. We find out Sagan called the D2s in Boston to cause the tragedy in the first place. Yeah, he just let Schindler take the fall. And he just let Schindler take the fall. And shit is on. Basically, talked and Lenny and Cosette and Titan versus Heaven, Hell and Sagan. And it's an intense battle. Throughout the battle, we get basically the backstory of Lenny. And it's a very powerful backstory. Basically, Lenny is inspired by Tak's father. Um, He ends up being his kohai. Um, in the process where yes. Tak's father is his sensei, all's well that ends well. With them. And he tells him before the performance in Boston, like, please reconsider. Like, D2s are spawning everywhere. This is bad. I don't want you to die. And basically, Tak's father is like, you know, like, I can't, like, I, you can't. That's why shy, I have to do this. I have to do this because we can't shy away from music. Music is the light of everything. Blah, 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 blah. Attack happens. Uh, he, uh, Tak's father's dead. Lenny is unconscious, bleeding, wakes up, sees uh, uh, Tak crying over his father, and he tries to reach out, and he collapses from blood loss and pain. He wakes up in the hospital with a broken arm, and he's all disheveled and fucked, and um, we see Sagan there. Sagan's like, there's been some tests already run while you know hurt. And it shows that you're a premier candidate to be a conductor. I can give you the power to fight the. Um, you can continue to live your life and be normal and have regrets, or you can fight the D2s with. And so yeah. he basically gives him an envelope, signs up to fight the D2s, and and he has um, Titan, <laughs> and he's introduced to Titan, and Titan credits to her. She's so lovely to her, like her soul at that very moment, and as it continues on bubbly happy she's like you know i'm titan i'm gonna be your deeds i'm gonna be your your music heart and i'm gonna make you happy i'm gonna make you smile and lenny's like it's kind of hard for me to do that right now and so uh he's like for you yeah she's so titan's like i'll smile for you and then lenny inspired by that was like i'm gonna make you a deal like if you ever feel like you can't smile then i'll smile big enough for the both of us okay deal and then we see like this grand performance basically throughout the it goes back like back and forth throughout this like this cut scene or i'm sorry the uh, the backstory of lenny and, and then the, fight. the actual fight in, and in the fight itself basically talked is fighting talked is doing great but his ailment spreads and it covers his entire face his entire mm-hmm. arm and he collapses from the pain cosette fucking loses her power cosette gets her shit rocked by fucking hell yeah. um and now and- we know uh heaven's Weapon is a Tommy gun. Yeah, t- uh, from a fucking uh, umbrella from a parasail from from a parasail. Yeah. yeah, and so um basically she's about to kill. Uh, what's called heaven goes over is about to kill Tox when fucking Lenny steps in 
and Titans yep. step in and they take bullets. It take, Lenny takes a lot of bullets for fucking for for talked. And um, yeah, that comes into play why he does that later on. But basically, he's bleeding. He's going to die. And he goes, the performance is just getting started. Yep, and final Titan, Titan lets her hair down and becomes uh what's her face moonlight shout out to moonlight from our group mentioned that i uh, believe then that it goes um fucking like super i think that's what yeah superb so basically titan goes superb which is like the next level of fucking of, of music art of music art and it's incredible like she's bleeding from her eyes because she got shot too like she just fucking goes crazy super reflexes super power multiple guns and then for her final performance and the final performance of lenny she pulls out like eight shotguns shoots them all simultaneously she beat heaven (laughs) and she she almost killed heaven she basically made heaven unconscious but by this time uh what's it called uh lenny has lost a puddle a huge puddle of blood Yep. He collapses, Titan energy go back to normal, and basically uh, Sagan orders Hell to pick up Heaven and retreat. Like we're leaving. And, you know, said, like, that's the end of Lenny. And he goes, Asahina Tak, I hope to see you in an even grander Tinder than we yeah, just yeah, yeah, he Yeah, first he gave, said, like, like, brilliant, like, beautiful performance. Like, he was, like, complimented. I was... Yeah, it was, I mean, it was crazy. It was an awesome fight, awesome fight. But basically, the end is really sad. We find out why Lenny took the bullets because Tak is like, "You're an idiot. How? How did you? Why would you fucking do that?" And we and see he acknowledged that, Sensei. Yeah, no. Well, we'll get to that. But freaking, um, he basically acknowledged like he was going over to Tak's house and he was gonna ring the doorbell and he heard he heard the piano going in the garage. So he stood in front of the piano and he hears the piano playing and he hears a like and he hears just talk the bawling his eyes out because he's his father and it inspires lenny and lenny said this boy doesn't need apologies this boy needs a future and he promised himself that he'll take care of talk however he can because you know, he loved his sensei and he appreciated his sensei and so the end of the episode shows that uh that talked says hey i'm writing a new song right now you won't die my father won't die you're gonna be the harmony to my song and uh lenny's like i appreciate that lenny dies lenny plays a performance with talk in his in his on his way to heaven and the door to the to the to the music hall opens and it's talk's father saying congratulations i'm so proud of you i appreciate all you've and they walk together into beautiful fucking goddamn beautiful bro i gave it a five I'm giving fun. I'm giving talk to five as well. This was this was, this was great. That that pushed uh, it over to a five for me. I, yeah, the only upsetting thing is that the lady dying was obvious after the previous episode. Yeah, but kind of like, outside. Like yeah, but outside of that, I still follow. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Still, they still played it off. Well. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice in the regard. Uh, yeah, I gave it a two five. episodes left. I gave it a five, and I, I hope it stays that way. So keep giving it a five. God damn it! Let, let's, again, we got two more episodes. Let's hope. All right, main event time. We're back, folks. Demon Slayer, Red Light District arc. I'm not saying entertainment. We know what it really is. It's the Red Light District. The Red yeah. Light District. So fuck you, fuck your censorship. Dun, 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 also, fuck you guys for. Cri- also, fuck you guys for criticizing Tenge's relationship for having a poly relationship. You guys are just fucking virgins that can't get pussy or dick, so you guys should fucking fall off cliffs. It's too. like, does he love them? Yes. Does he care for them? Yes. That's why he's doing this mission to get him back. So shut the fuck up. He cares. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Fuck bitch ass hoes, bro. No, like, poly- like they're normal. Like this is a benefit. It's not a new thing that that came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's been around before these people were fucking born. 
Yeah, dude. They're they're normal. They're healthy if done right. Dude, don't forget, this is in the Taisho period. This is in the 1920s. Yeah. This is in the 1920s in Japan, guys. Newsflash. That too. It's not 2021 where people get pissed off. Or is, for... it the late 18... is it the early 1900s or is it the 1920s? The Taisho? No, not Taisho. Taisho is definitely in 1920s. I'm talking about um, I'm talking about uh, Demon Slayer. Yes, yeah, where they are. In the 20s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Taisho period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Taisho period is 1912 to 19. So they are there in that time. That's normal. Just like it was normal to have a fucking a teen bride. It's normal to have fucking three, four wives. Yeah. People still do that to this day. So shut the fuck up. I wish Tamahiko would use what's her face as a mistress. <laughs> fuck it, right? But anyway, we pick up where we left off from the Mugen train. Yes. With uh, Tanjiro is injured. Uh, then we see uh, Michael Jackson Michael as a Jackson. kid. Jeez. Michael Jackson as a kid. Muzan, sorry, um, Muzan. Yes, we see a kid who's a genius, and Muzan has now. And I'm, does it does the manga say what happens to um what happens to like the bodies that he gets rid of, like the families and the bodies? Because you know he was the woman before. I, he just changes his appearance. I feel like he basically becomes these different people. He has no. He has his own body. He just transforms. Oh. Yeah, he just transforms. Oh wow! Yeah, he basically he 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 uses these to lay low. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was under the impression. He, I was under the impression that he possessed. No, 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 no. He no. He he's just laying low because again, he got found. He got caught a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got seen in public a couple times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he he uses to hide himself. Yeah, yeah. So now he's a little boy. Yeah. yeah, he's not a little boy for now. Uh, he's like like he he's such a good boy <laughs> the fucking but uh and then boy. what's that we see his name akaza we see akaza basically show up to like the study where they're at because he's in like this rich family's house he lives there yeah. and we see akaza show up to the study like you know i've eliminated the um the ha- hashira as you wanted and does he know i didn't want that did you find the plants <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no, we couldn't find the plants. And he's and like, you know, he's like, you know, you think that you're not shit, basically, because you killed the Hashira. I don't give a fuck if you kill the Hashira. I want the whole demon fucking the demon slayers. Fucking, yeah, he's uh, like, they destroyed. were destroyed. He's like, it's not that complicated. There. Like, why the fuck? He's like, not only that, it took you so long. Not only that, you almost died to a fucking kid. Like, you guys yeah. think you're, you're hot shit, man. You guys have fallen so low. And he just like keeps like showing like he keeps yelling at him and keeps like his demon aura keeps oozing out like really like bad. Like he shatters the glass simply by yeah. raising his voice. And Akaza yeah, meanwhile, he, is like throwing up blood on his knees, shaking, throwing up blood, bloodshot like he's fucked right now. Talking yeah, because yeah, he forgets that he can kill him right then and there. <laughs> yeah crazy and so he's like um you know he said he apologizes and muzan's like you're you're dismissed and fucking he goes away his father comes up like oh are you okay i heard some glass shatter like are you hurt and meanwhile you see fucking akaza walking away like like pissed and he's like i oh, know yeah. what you look uh, like boy the next time i'm gonna fucking splatter your blur your brain matter everywhere he's like oh shit okay cool yeah but basically oh sorry he needs a blue lily flower because he thinks it can help him be immune to sunlight that's what he's looking for. i didn't know uh, that yeah, because he's still weak to sunlight. Yes, of course. So he's trying to find a way to not be. Yeah, exactly. Because that way he can't be killed. Because that's the only way you can kill him. You can't take his head off. You can't? Why can't you? No, you like you can. Like he'll still be alive. The only way you can kill him is. Oh, sunlight. we got that approved because we got that approved because of what's his face. Yeah, but, but, yeah, anyway. this, but yeah, he needs sunlight. That's it. No decapitation or strings or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, the episode continues. Wow, this is a damn good football game. Sorry, I'm watching Vikings. And yeah, of uh, we go to uh, saying uh, Tanjiro's missing. 
Yeah, no, no. Before that, basically, we see the gang return back to the 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 the, the mansion. Yeah, the mansion, and we see Tanjiro's missing. Tanjiro basically takes it upon himself to go to Kojiro's house to deliver um Kojiro's last messages to his while, family while bleeding out still. While still like hurt, yeah. So he runs over, um, because the crow basically uh, uh Kyojiro's well, crow yeah. comes over to basically guide him to the house, and so he gets in front of the house and he sees Senjiro. And he starts having a conversation with Senjiro about everything going on. And then he has a confrontation with uh, Kojiro's father. Um, yeah. What's his name? Sengoku? What is it? I think it's. I think it might be. I don't know. But in any case, he has a confrontation with his father. His father continues to berate and talk shit about fucking Kojiro, calling him useless. And he had no talent. And he's a failure. No wonder he died. Like, oh, whatever. I'm not going to miss him. And this Shinjiro. You know, Shinjiro. Okay. Yeah. And so this really, really makes Senjiro sad as fuck. And this pisses off Tanjiro. Tanjiro gets gets ends up getting into a whole ass fight with this guy with uh with Sinjiro. And we see Sinjiro still has some moves because of course he was a former Hashira. Um, and so he's got yeah. some moves. Also, but... yeah, he, he makes fun of Ta- he starts yelling at Tanjiro, like, oh, because you're the sun breather. Yeah, like, oh, you're a sun breather, and we find out officially what uh Hinogagi Hino, what is it? Hino something Kagura. Hinokami Kagura. Hinokami Kagura. Um, I forget what Kagura means, but Hino Hinokami is basically something God, something God Kagura. But in any case, and we find out basically this is a sun breathing technique, which is the forefather of all techniques. Like every technique is mimicked from sun breathing, and that you know, like sun breathing is basically an elite like uh form, and there's clearly no one around that can do that. So they get into a fight. Tanjiro ends up headbutting the fuck out of him and knocking him unconscious. Um, he he goes unconscious himself, and he apologizes whatever and we see like oh you know it's no big deal he went back to town to get some books or something which is basically to go get alcohol because he's a drunkard now his father's a drunkard yeah. um and so we see a nice re- a really nice wholesome conversation with senjiro and and tanjiro he delivers their last messages and you know just you know he tells them about his final moments and they have conversations and we find out senjiro basically can't he doesn't have any real demons, demon slayer powers because um he was given his Nichiren sword and his Nichiren sword should change a color to determine, you know, what his affinity is. It's water breathing, you know, fire breathing, etc. And it doesn't change color, which means he has no affinity. So no matter how hard he tries, he can't be a demon slayer. Um, So he's like, I'm resigned to, you know, being normal, but that's going to break the line because our family has been a flame Hashira for centuries. And so um speaking of flame hashira with centuries they gave him the book um and he's like oh this will tell you everything you need to know about the flame hashiras and this may tell you what you want to know about sun breathing um and we see that his father has meticulously torn out pieces of the fucking of the book in anger and uh, the book is now hardly readable um and so tanjiro you know he's like oh uh, Sanjiro's, i'm sorry you know my father da, da, da. like he apologizing he's like you know it's fine he's like i got more today than i would have gotten anyway so it's not a big deal and um i'm gonna take the book and i'll make it my mission to restore it and so um they have tea and they have more conversations Sanjiro's really happy <clears throat> for tanjiro and before tanjiro leaves he's like listen i want you to have this and he gives uh he gives tanjiro the hilt the hilt guard to uh to kyojiro's sword and he's like i can't take that tanjiro's like i can't take that this means so much to your family like i would feel wrong and he's like no he's like it's fine knowing my circumstance and knowing like his final moments he would want you to have it and he would appreciate it if you have it so take it and he takes it he goes about his way sandro's happy 
Sinjo's also happy that, you know, he told his father off. And the episode ends with fucking his father uh, drinking in front of like the in front of the sunset and like just starts crying over his son. Finally, it hits him, I guess, that he fucking his son is dead or whatever the case is. So fuck yeah, him, though. No, he's and, an well, well, he also thought that Rengoku hated him. Yeah. He, he, he didn't. He should have. Fuck, fuck that guy. Uh, but it really ends with the swordsman seeing Tanjiro. I, I, <laughs> you I, lost my swords again. <laughs> I didn't need the sword. Oh, by the way, Akaza, by the way, he takes the sword after we forgot to mention that he has still has Tanjiro's sword after the, the meeting with Muzan. He takes the sword, yeah. he throws it against a tree and fucking just destroys the sword with his fist. And that's when he claims like, you know, I know what you look like, boy. The next time I see you, I'm going to splatter your brain matter everywhere yeah. after he basically punches Tanjiro's sword into multiple. It's fucked. So and that that still that poor swordsman, that, was the, that poor blacksmith. Seriously. It's like, I can't, I can't keep making these fucking swords for you. Seriously. But kill you. That, that's where the episode finally takes shape. The episode basically concludes with the introduction of the sound Hashira. His name is? His name is the flamboyant one, Ten- Tengen. Tengen, the flamboyant one. And we find out basically he's flamboyant because he was he came from a shinobi family. So he was, he was a ninja like and he was bland and boring and he had to blend in. And after his family, I guess his family passed yeah. away. They, or they, broke they, they, away. Like, go go with style. Yeah, he's like style flash. And that's why he has all these jewelries and whores. And... But basically, we see him as Tanjiro's coming back from his uh, <coughs> his mission. recovery, his actual recovery, recovery. his <laughs> actual recovery. Oh, by the way, I'm skipping a part. Basically, we see him. Um, Inusuke and um, Zenitsu. and Zenitsu doing hardcore training. They have like six pack abs. They train for four months basically to get stronger and get back yep. healthy before they and start they going missions. on missions. And they do missions. They do individual missions. Um, Zenitsu is grown. He's not fucking like being a bitch anymore. He's still, he's still a little bit, but not he's still much. a little bitchy, but not really. And then Inusuke is fucking just himself, but he's gotten better and stronger. And of course, Tanjiro is Tanjiro. So yeah, well, yeah, Inusuke just got more aggressive. <laughs> he got more aggressive. So they could. They're basically Tanjiro is coming home from a mission and they're all coming from a mission we find out later and we see Tengen is abducting one of the fucking girls uh a few of the girls actually from the from the yeah court. which one uh yeah you find out like that she's not wearing a uniform it's like oh well I don't need this one. yeah drops her and we find uh the other girl who's the girl that's quiet that flips the coin anyway she, huh like, let me go back well she flips a coin to decide like you know whether she's gonna save them and as she's flipping the coin she hears tanjiro's words like you don't need a coin to decide what your heart wants and so her heart wants to save the girls he goes and try and stops the girls stop tengen going away and tengen's like dude why are you being so unbeautiful what the fuck like what are you doing yeah, dude? This, is, this is not beautiful this is not beautiful at all and so basically the, the the three of them um they show up they try to tell tengen like yo like the fuck like, let her go da, da, da. she's like no and tengen proceeds to slap her ass so that's another thing besides the fucking poly- polygamy that people were bitching about a lot of people were bitching about the fact that tengen slapped the ass of a minor i, uh, I, don't, think, I don't think he meant yeah to, I, he, wasn't trying, he wasn't trying to put a finger anywhere like oh y'all yeah stop fucking yeah stop. but yeah but yeah tandra was like let her go that type of thing, like you're not acting very Hashira Edosuke, and then you're like, well, fine, well, we don't recognize you. He's like, who cares? I don't give a fuck whether you don't recognize me. I'm a Hashira anyway. <laughs> that yeah, was funny. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's like, fine. He's like, fine, I'll take all three of you. Yeah, and the episode basically at the end, they're like, you don't take and, them, yeah, take and, us. Then you, and, then, and then you find out why he needed the girls. We'll find out because he needs to be girls. And so come the next episode, as you've seen in the previews, guys, more than likely you've seen this. They cross dress and they are now Tanjira, Inuska, and Zenitsa. They're well, that's right. Inuska can pull it up very well because he has been mistaken yeah. about the map. Yeah. 
Uh, we Let me all... see if I can. I saw the, the the comic. They're like three. You have three wives. You fucking bastard. <laughs> no, I love how they're acting like Tengen is the main character of the people that were complaining. Like, he's not. He's not the main character. It'll be Tanjiro. It'll yeah. always be Tanjiro. Is this Tengen just for this arc? <laughs> right, right, right. I wonder if he dies. He doesn't die, right? I hope he doesn't die. No. Yeah, I figure he doesn't die. No. I did see through a, uh, one of the previews that they're facing the upper six. So that's pretty fucking. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You're going to see that. That's going to be fun. That's going to be. You're, you're, you're going to see some of the other ones. They're not fighting, but you'll see them have a period. Oh, the other uppers? Yeah. Ooh. Do you see upper one? Uh, I I don't know if they'll show one, but you do. As a guy? Yes. And goddamn, he's strong. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, uh, I mean, if a cow is strong. Do, do, oh. do you want to know his breathing? No. Okay. We'll save it. We'll save it. Save it. Save it. All right. But yeah. Uh, by the way, real quick, unrelated. I had one of my buddies when we were driving out. We, I was with him weeks ago, like a couple weeks ago, and he totally ruined Fire Force. I was like, bro, what the fuck? He was like, tell me, yeah, Fire Force manga is almost over. I was like, yeah, I heard that. And he just proceeded to tell me everything like that is like basically happening. I was like, dude, why? I, 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 to be fair, I didn't care. <laughs> Fucking why? It was basically it was just mostly fan service, and apparently it was apparently it was like the most popular fan service. I mean, it gets really good though. Like from what he was telling me, like I can't wait to see it. But I'm sure it does. Anyway, unrelated. So, um, Demon Slayer that was an hour long episode that we just recapped. Um, but yeah, Yeah. as a whole, um, fucking fantastic. I can't wait for there to be more. It sucks. It's only going to be what eighteen episodes? They said this is going to be eleven. Eleven. And that's the season. I guess pretty considering the first season was 25 when it dropped because I didn't watch Demon Slayer when it dropped live. Did it drop all 25 and it was just a continuous uh, thing? The first season? Yeah, the first season. It just like span multiple like seasons. It was, it was just it was just continuous. It was just 25. For, for, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be. I don't know if they're going to do the two arcs this one or just the red light. I think it's just going to be red light district. Yeah, uh, we'll see. But uh so we'll see what happens with that. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to close up after our last commercial break. Stay tuned. All right, back. All righty. We did this in under three hours. Huzzah. That's a record now. Oh. <laughs> That's a record. All right. Anyway, uh, your closing thoughts on the uh, on the, the week, Matthew? Um, I'm glad Doki Chen's over. One last thing. Yep. Basically, basically, we just broke even with what we finished and picked back up. <laughs> well, you broke even i'm i haven't picked up anything i just got a couple less things to worry about I said, uh, like, like, it was two it was two things of like 10 minutes I, and i didn't give a fuck i know i've said we got it's like we put demon slayer back in after the first episode <laughs> well i watched the whole like moving train arc so i i watched the finale i watched the whole thing because yeah why not when yeah. night but uh we have fun definitely a strong week yep yep Again, uh, from the episodes I have seen that we have not talked about, they're great. So I can only imagine because so, a lot of these is going to be the penultimate. Yeah, dude. We're closing. We're winding down. We are. I added, the- I added another um, another seasonal to uh, fucking to the to the summer. Or, I'm sorry, not summer. It's a winter. Uh, I am going to go over mine. I'm going to start writing mine down. Next. I added Orient. Yeah, I saw that. I might. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. The only one I'm thinking about is whether I want to add the the Yuri because I've again never seen a Yuri and I feel like you know you mean the Yaoi Yaoi sorry Yaoi yeah the Yaoi well I say yes just because I saw Atome because yeah. you because you weren't gonna pick up anything for fall so they Sasaki to Miyano that's you that's you baby 
All right. Well, I'm going to check my schedule, assuming that I can fit it in. Yes, I'll I'll include that for you, buddy. All righty. There we go. I'll, I'll, include, I'll include that for you. Let me check the schedule, see what I can do. Assuming it goes through, then yes, I'll do it. And it'll be my first Yuri that I've ever seen. And it's yeah, an actual Yuri. It's not one of those fucking hinted Yuris. Oh, Yaoi, not Yuri. Yaoi. Sorry, I keep saying Yuri. Yaoi. It's yeah, not I, one of those hinted Yaois. It's I, actual Yaoi. All righty. Uh, we topped our cake. We ate our cake. Now we are full of cake. You but first plugs. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. We want uh, We also follow our Twitter at TalkToCakey. Uh, we want to thank Sean for being our editor, but we also will be recovering it once again. So these will come out eventually, hopefully soon. Hopefully before the new year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him sometime next week. If we can get really because that should be plenty of time to recover ish. I mean, right now he's on but, fucking uh, Twitter. So if he's on Twitter, fucking tweeting, he could fucking enter editor. Yeah, but. yeah. All right, then then you talk then you talk to him tomorrow. I'll send him a message. Yeah, tell him what's good. What's up, fuckface uh, McGee? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, we want to thank you again for being an editor. Again, wish you recovery. Uh, we also want to thank WTM Network for hosting us. Uh, we also have a link tree where you can find us in your favorite, wherever you to your favorite local podcast, such as Audible, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Music, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. all a bunch of good shit. We want to thank Chairshot Radio for also uh, spot, for also putting us on their network, mm-hmm. entertainment part. And that's not wrestling. Yeah. All right, earplugs. Real quick note about uh, next week's episode as well, guys. Um, we did mention a couple weeks ago, assuming that you listened to it, that um, we're going to be reviewing SAO Progressive. I have seen the movie already. Um, it's a good movie. Can't wait to talk about it. Matt is going to see it this coming Sunday. So our next episode, we will leave with the review for SAO Progressive. Yep. So stay tuned for that, guys. Um, in terms of my plugs, you can reach me at my anime at Instagram at AI underscore anime 24. I anime 24. You can catch me on my podcast, Instagram podcast dot senpai. Um, you can catch us at our anime Instagram. Or, I'm sorry, at our uh at our uh, podcast Instagram at talk the cakey T A L K T H E K E K I. You can follow me on Twitter at S H O S T O P P A two four. That's showstopper 24. You can catch me on uh, analyst.co at S H O S T O P P A two four nine showstopper two four nine. Shout out to my boy, Andy at the MMA for Marks podcast. Shout out to my boy B Ronan for the uh, Orlando tragics podcast. New episodes going to be dropping on that pretty soon as well. Um, you guys can check out the link trees that we have in each of the, of the, of our locations. Matt has a link tree on his location and our, on our uh, Kiki uh location that'll take you to all of our keki links um as well as our personal links um if you click any of the link trees on my link tree it'll take you to all of my personal links and ways you can reach out to myself matthew the group etc um also shout out to uh the eat the uh, eat the cake anime group on facebook uh guys give us a follow join our group let us know that you heard us through the podcast we'll shout you out in the group especially uh we appreciate you guys so um i think with that said it's time to uh, wrap this son bitch up buddy Alrighty, until next time, arigato, anato, fuck you, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan! Bye-bye.